how many firearms were uh, confiscated uh, in the Capitol or, or on Capitol grounds during that day? To my knowledge, we have not recovered any on that day from any other arrests at the scene at this point. But I don't want to speak on behalf of Metro and Capitol Police, okay. but to my knowledge, none. How, how many shots were fired that we know of? I believe the only shots that were fired were the ones that resulted in the death of the um, one lady. It was an important moment from Wednesday's Senate hearing on security precautions taken on and leading up to January 6th. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson proving that the so-called armed insurrection that the Democrats have been accusing former President Donald Trump of inciting was in fact not armed at all, with zero firearms confiscated or arrests made. Want to get it off your chest? You're in the right place. They accuse this show of being run by boobs. Well, let me tell you something about us boobs. We're real and we're spectacular. Want politics and fun? Sprinkled with a lot of laughs? Heard in every state in the Union and 770 cities around the world. We just put 12 years of broadcast excellence into the can. Now in our 13th year, the Dave Weinbaum Show is streaming live right now. Calling it a swamp is an insult to swamps all over the world. It's an unkempt, flowing cesspool. Why the desperate push by Dems, the MSM, our intel, especially the FBI, why are they frantic to make us a socialist, communist country? What are they afraid of? Why the cover-up? I think most Americans know. Our voting rights have been shredded, like the ones found in a yellow plastic bag in a trash bin in Arizona, which were supposed to have been kept 24 months after the November 3rd elections. Our First Amendment rights have been canceled, and our Second Amendment rights are under... Vicious assault. Our king dictator, Joe Biden, is a mouse in a world of thieves and terrorists. 52 days and no newsers. A hundred-year record, that is. And that's after denying the pandemic and calling Trump a xenophobic for the early canceling of travel between China and then later Europe to the USA. And then the Dems following Hillary's disastrous inability to fix the 2016 election via the phony Russian hoax coordinated with Obama, Obama, Joe, she figured out a way to f- to fix the 2020 election via 
connected computers all over the world, and mail-in voting. We still don't know how many of our votes were changed or nullified. But if you believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes, I've got a bridge I want to sell you. It's underwater right now, but I'll give you such a deal. Meanwhile, the razor-wired people's capital, that's the United States capital, and the stopped wall on the southern border speaks volumes about how desperate the communists in our government are. Hundreds, if not thousands, of COVID-positive immigrants have been released to buses to spread the pandemic all over the country. American control has been ceded by the Biden administration to the cartels. They are running things down there. The rest of the world compromised by the many terrorists and opportunists and criminals are watching Joe and licking their chops. America's time is running out. Or am I wrong? Hi there, welcome to the Dave Weinbaum Show. My name is Dave Weinbaum. I'm here with uh, radio legend J.P. Maxwell. Hi, J.P. Hi, good morning, everybody. And uh, another legend in his own mind. No, I mean a legend in his own time. And that's Rick Henderson. Hi, Rick. How you doing, my friend? Fine, thank you. Uh, Rick here. Uh, he put up uh, all by himself an American flag on my wall. I feel so proud. That's so cool. I mean, you know, we uh, this is kind of a plain, dull office. We had to repaint it and stuff like that. But still, that American flag just sticks out, and I love it. Oh, glory know? is always making their, any place that it is look good. So got to love it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, how are we doing on Facebook? You know, uh, so far so good. No so complaints. So good. And we no are complaints. we are streaming live. So, and and you can always go back and listen to the show later if you want to anywhere that you get podcasts or on DaveWeinbaum.net. No, I don't know. I don't know uh, what's going on or anything. But uh, I think we got a caller. I'm not sure. But uh, let's play uh, this person's supposed song, supposing that they are actually on. Hit it. But Time to sing along. I make a big nice thing in the street. Gonna be a big man someday. You got my on your, your face. face. You big disgrace. Carrying your stuff all over the place. Singing, we will, we will rock you. Sing it. We will, we will rock you. All righty. I believe we have the uh, opening act of the Dave Weinbaum show, a 252-year-old man. Who is uh, who? Still got a lot of uh, his facilities. I mean, if Joe Biden should only have this guy's facilities, right? And uh, he has uh, he has compiled two hundred fifty-two years of knowledge and wisdom under one tinfoil hat over his head. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Dave Weinbaum Show, JJ Bradshaw. Oh, Dave. I'm so proud to be here. Well, we're uh, we're th- we're thrilled to have you here every week, and you're so much on time. Although this morning I was eyeing the phone, saying, "Oh my God, I wonder if he's sl- overslept." 
Oh, no, certainly not. I'm no. up at 5 a.m. and rocking and rolling There you already. go. There you go. Because all right, this is... Usually, uh, you steal all my thunder in your monologue. You're one of those well-prepared guys, oh. but you didn't today. Okay, good. So, I got some stuff to uh, spank the Democrats with. Let's do it. This is... Uh, all of this beginning is uh, the COVID relief bill. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's talk one, about that. $1.9 trillion. Now, the previous bill that occurred under the Trump administration, the majority of that money hasn't been spent yet. It's still sitting there in the sock waiting. So why did we need to spend another $1.9 trillion? Let me tell you some of the garbage that's in this bill. Uh, I've been reading on that thing, and it makes me angry every time I read a word. They're given a $300 a week boost for unemployment benefits. Well, that by itself doesn't sound so bad until you consider that uh, a number of people at the bottom end of the economic scale are making more money unemployed than they would working. Does this give them any incentive to go to work? Nope, not a bit. Uh, All of us, lucky us, are going to get $1,400 check. Well, I don't need it. Uh, Maybe somebody else does. But on, on top of that, This bill supposedly is COVID relief, but less than 9% of this actually goes to anything that's related to COVID. Uh, Where it does go will frost your cookies. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. $350 billion going to state and local governments. Guess which states? Oh, let me guess. Uh, it it, uh, sure as hell is not Florida. And sure as hell, not Missouri either. It's California, New Jersey, and New York get the majority of this. Well, I am shocked. Bailed out. I am shocked. I'll bet you are. Uh, $130 billion for schools. Well, that that on its surface sounds pretty good, too. Until you read the fine print, most of this isn't going to be allocated till 2026. Now, how is this helping open our schools? Not at all. Read the fine print. It's going to the federal education unions, the teachers' <laughs> unions. Yeah, who won't who won't they, open the schools? Maybe not till nineteen uh, till twenty twenty six. That's that's when the majority of this funding actually gets spent for schools. Uh, do you think this is an accident? Of course not. This is one that really frosted my donuts, and this eighty six billion dollar bailouts. I'm sorry, frosted your what? Frosted your what? My donuts. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I understood that. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt, but JP okay. is all over himself laughing his ass off. $86 so. billion bucks yeah. bailout for union pension plans. Now, the unions in our country at the federal level have been so corrupt for so long, and they have cheated their members by underfunding the pension plans, saying, oh, we'll pay for this later. Of course, it never happens. Right. Well, that, that big lack of money just got filled. $86 billion of your tax money yeah. for corrupt unions. $55 billion for transportation. Guess what that is? A bailout of the air, airlines and Amtrak. Amtrak's been losing money for decades. Hey, let's take $55 billion, pour it on in there. 10.4 for agriculture, 1.85 for cybersecurity. $34 billion to shore up Obamacare. This thing was a disaster from the first day, and now we're going to pour some of your tax money into it. 
Last week, I gave you a wrong number. Uh, $1.9 trillion. That's $1.9 with, um, with 12 zeros after it. Or one nine with eleven zeros after it. That's dollars. Yeah. If you assume that we have three hundred and fifty million people in the United States, which is a little excessive, you do the math, five thousand four hundred twenty-eight dollars could be given per person in yeah. this if they cut all the garbage out of it. Yeah. So instead of your measly fourteen hundred bucks, you could be getting fifty four hundred bucks. Where? When did you ever think that the Democrats were nothing more than buying votes? That's all that they're doing. With exactly. This. This has pork all over it. And are you aware of the voting? The voting rights are being uh, pretty much taken away from the Republicans and the let's states. Talk, yeah, let's talk about HR one, the voting rights. Please. Bill. Uh, taxpayer money to fund campaigns. Six dollars of federal money. For every $1 that's raised privately, six to one. Yeah. How many Democrat politicians are going to benefit from that? And let's see, we can probably count on one hand how many Republican politicians are going to benefit from that. Yeah. This thing completely bans voter ID. So states that require a driver's license to vote are a little card like we have here in Phelps County. Nope, that all goes away. That's being usurped. From the states. And we used to think that was unconstitutional. And it is. But but the Supreme Court uh, has disappeared suddenly. They're like yeah, being well, held hostage somewhere yeah. in a, in some uh, remote uh, Chinese restaurant in uh, in Hong Kong. They're, <laughs> they've disappeared. This, this thing uh, prevents, now this prevents removal of ineligible voters from the state voter rolls. As it stands, there's a mandate that says states will remove periodically ineligible voters. Those right. people that have moved out of state, people that have died. Uh, now that's being prevented. Well, does this open the door for fraud? Well, yes, of course it does. Now, the last piece of that thing, which, which really frosted my donut hole bad, allows felons and minors to vote. Allows felons to yeah. vote. You know, when you go to prison... They take away your voting rights. Now you're going to be able to vote from prison. You're going to get those rights restored automatically. Does this thing preclude any Republican ever winning an election again? Yes, it does. This is mm -hmm. absolutely painted into a corner. We'll never see another Republican. Now, what are we going to do about this? Well, in the, in the 2022 elections, we had better retake the House and the Senate. We had better repeal this garbage if it ever gets passed. How are we going to do that if the elections are fixed? As an emergency. How do we do that if the elections are fixed? Well, you know, this is going to be hanging in the courts for several yeah. years. You know, somebody's going to be able to get an injunction that says, no, nah, this mm. may not be constitutional. We better take a look at this. The courts move slowly. We may actually get another election cycle before this garbage becomes law. I pray that that's the case. Because we have very little that we can do except in the voting booth besides causing a revolution. Um, so we, us Republicans had better get our collective butts in gear and get some people elected into Congress 
that will actually take care of our constitutional rights instead of the ones that we have elected in there now, which are painting over our rights as fast as they can get. Well, here's my here's my opinion, and it's not people. Some people aren't going to like it, but they also they also indicated you don't need any ID and that. Uh, Mail in is good, and I don't know how. You know, months later, do they do they figure out what the vote is now, and then figure out what kind of mail in do they need, and all the algorithms, what how they they need to be changed. I don't know, but if that's going to be the law, then we have to learn how to cheat better than they do. It if that's going to be the game, I always say when I'm playing golf, I only cheat as much as the people I'm playing with. And I think in this case, we've got to cheat a little more. If that's what they want to do, if that's the rules they're setting in there, and they're setting it up to be legal, then it's no longer cheating, is it? Well, by their standards, it's not. Okay, fine. Let's we, do it and do it better. Be you know, until, until we get in, the- until we get in and change it back to what it's supposed to be by the Constitution via a, uh, via, uh, Congress. With a, with a majority of Republicans, both in the House and the Senate, and a president is going to sign it. Well, we're stuck with a president that's not going to sign anything that benefits us. But well, we can sure. at least take the House and the Senate and stop this ridiculous legislation that's being thrust upon us. And believe me, this uh, legislation like this COVID bill and like mm-hmm. HR1, this stuff has to be repealed. Absolutely has to be repealed. I have great-grandchildren. My great-great-grandchildren are going to be paid for this bankruptcy. This you have, you have, as a result of this outrageous spending. You have 230 years worth of grandchildren. Well, yeah, but some of those I can't really claim. Yeah, all right. Well, there was wild oats. You were a wild oats earlier. back there. You were you were a nutty guy back in the late seventeen hundreds. Let me let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Ben Franklin uh, has has Ben Franklin has a lot of stuff on you. Well, yeah, good buddy of mine. Good buddy, huh? Yeah, I, I didn't sold you? wild oats when I was uh, a young man, and it yeah. took me a long time to finally figure out that that was not the way to live a life. Okay, what else you got for me under that tinfoil hat? JJ, I just want to wish you the best. Thank you. And I'm going to go do something else. God bless you, my friend. Well, thank you. That was a great, great uh, call, as always. But uh, but this one is a little better because you had your own stuff. Okay, you had a lot of stuff, too, and it was great to talk about it, and we needed to get that stuff out as well. And uh, that's why you're here, to add to the show, and you do it every time. Thank you so much, JJ Bradshaw. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. God bless. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about this show today. Now, because we're early, uh, our next interview, that was J.J. Bradshaw uh, calling, a 252-year-old man. But next, we've got Rabbi Moshe Rothschild. He's calling from Ephrat Israel at 8.30 live, the first live interview I've done with him in a long time. Uh, switching the time does have its advantages. Uh, then we have Faith Dalton. Boy. Does she, Faith Ann Alton, I, sh- I should say, does she have a story? Uh, she was last on about over a year, a little over a year ago. And, uh, what a, what a life story she's got. Uh, she's just a young woman, too. And, uh, she's been through a lot and uh, it's very educational. Uh, and we've got the fiery Latina, Liz Cabrera. We taped her, so, uh, she'll be on around 10.30 or so. 
and uh, we've got lots of stuff. I got lots of, of clips. Now, this was basically a slow news week. Other than Biden's speech, and how do you watch that? I mean, what a jerk. You know, you, you don't you don't give Trump any credit at all, and then you accuse him of the guy that was being, oh, wasteful in terms of his reaction. Well, this guy, this thing was known, like, at the end of December. By the end of January, he had suggested over and over again that we stop uh, travel from China to the United States. And of all people, who says, no, we're fine? No, we don't need masks. Fauci, who said it was xenophobic? Who said it was? It was Joe Biden. Said it was xenophobic. Racist. Okay? So, uh, you know, this is the kind of stuff you get from him. And that's he's just, he's a horrible person. In my opinion. Yep, not just that, but, I mean, even somebody that's maybe for Biden and not for Trump, you have to. Admit, they would have to admit Trump did much better with his speeches and press conferences than Biden's done with the very few that he's had. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Trump, not even close. I mean, the press probably right now is thinking, what do we do? Yep. I mean, he won't, he won't have the news conference. They For five or six years... They had their campaign. They were running to smear Trump, and now yeah. they got they nothing, got nothing to do. Maybe nothing. they liked it. I don't think so. I think I think uh, they want to be involved, and they're not. Okay, the only guy that's asking real questions is Peter Ducey, uh, the son of Steve Ducey. All right, yeah. Hi there. Welcome to the Dave Weinbaum Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this head off. Really? They got you down yeah. on spam risk. <laughs> and by God. By God, one of my that's one of my favorite uh, uh, people, you know. I mean, one of my, yeah. one of my fans apparently is Spam Risk. So, <laughs> what what can I do for you uh, today, Spam? Well, okay, I'll go along with that. <laughs> okay. At any rate, what do you think of this fence around the Washington D.C.? Well, they they uh, they've got two thousand troops in Afghanistan. Uh, they've stopped the wall at the border, and they've got razor wire top fence, although they were removing some of the razor wire this morning, and 5,000 National Guards protecting our capital, the people's capital, in Washington, D.C., and the whole world is watching this. The whole world is watching this. It's nuts. They're not protecting the capital. They're protecting themselves. Because they have an absolute fear of anybody going in there and taking them out of business. Well, that was my original uh, thought in this in, in doing my monologue was that these these people are acting like they're desperately scared. They are. They're, they're, you know, they're, that's they're, what you do if you're if you're scared. You and go, it doesn't help when 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 we have uh, Obama leading this goofball in the White House around with, like a little puppet. That's yeah. what's going on. Yeah. All right. Without a doubt. What else you got? Oh, I don't know. There's a story about this cowboy who was <clears throat> coming into town and riding on his horse, and he stops at a saloon for a drink. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, them guys in that town, they have a habit of, you know, thinking on people. You know, they're kind of nasty little yes. boogers whatnot. So he's sitting there finishing his drink, and he finishes it all up, and he comes out, 
his horse is gone. Oh, my God. Somebody stole his horse. Yeah. So he goes back into the bar, and he knows how to fix him up. <clears throat> he pulls out his gun. He throws uh, a, a dollar coin into the air, pulls out his gun, puts it up in the air, catches it, shoots the coin right in the middle, puts his gun back in the holster. Yeah. And he says, which one of you high sidewinders stole my horse? Yeah. Well, nobody answered, because none of them stole his horse, but, you know, you're not the way it counts. He says, all right, I'm going to have another beer, and if my horse ain't back on the outside by the time I finish, I'm going to do what I've done in Texas. And I don't like to do what I had to do in Texas. Well, that kind of made everybody nervous, you know. He pretty yeah. much shot. And that way he wanted to get shot. So the cowboy had his other beer, drank it nice and slow, and sure enough, he walked outside, and there his horse was back. Phew. Okay, so he saddles up, and he's going to get ready to ride off, and out walks the bartender, and the bartender says, uh, all right, now, before you go, what happened in Texas? The cowboy turned back and said, I had to walk home. Jeez. <laughs> okay. All right. It's, it's you know pretty what, good. Yeah, you but know what you know the moral what? of that story is? What? Don't leave your keys in a Mustang. All righty. Okay, listen to me. Your jokes are fine, but they got to be shorter. I only have a three-hour okay. show. I don't have a ten-hour show. Okay, now I'm going to give you one of mine. Yeah. I'm so old. You- I'm so old. The only thing Viagra raises are my hopes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, thanks. All right, hi to Joanne. Thank you so much. Okay, you better have a great one. Shorter jokes. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay. Yeah, it's great. I love to trade jokes, but, you know, we, we can't do a whole monologue besides mine that's as long as mine, okay? Right, right. All right. So uh, if you want to call the show, be a star like J.J. and um, a, a stand-up comic like uh, Adolph, call 573-578-2700. Uh, we've got sponsors, as you know. We've got two of them, which uh, I own, and now we've got three others signed on. I don't have their commercials yet, but they've signed. And uh, it's uh, going to be interesting to see uh, how this works out. Believe me, I've worked a lot with sponsors, and uh, they, they've always been loyal to this show. Wherever I've been, they've been loyal to this show. Uh, and JJ's got his, uh, or JP, excuse me, he has his own show on Mondays. Tell him about that a little bit. It's the uh, Midmost Sports Show, so we talk everything sports. Uh, we talk Cardinals, Blues, um you know, local stuff with the Bulldogs and other surrounding communities. Uh, that's on Mondays, 5 to 6. You can catch it on ESPN 107.3 or online at ESPN1073.com. And who's your favorite sponsor? McDonald's, of course. Of course. What else would you say? Okay. I think we need a Sicilian moment to bring us down a little bit. Come on. we got to be real here. takes brass balls to invest in gold you know anytime you want to use the word forget about it anytime you want to use the word balls it's just uh, very indicative of uh, something you might want to well you might want to you know those are meatballs I mean you want to talk about meatballs and and uh, you know pasta uh, you know al dente but al dente but uh, those are the kind of balls I like brass balls 
You know, it's uh, they're heavy and they can hurt. All right, and they can drag you down. Quite frankly, and you don't want that because then you don't forget about it. All right, so think about that when you're talking about brass balls. Okay, <laughs> meatballs. Think meatballs. Okay, let's let's have a good meal uh, and and leave it at that. All right, in about uh, one minute, we've got uh, Rabbi Moshe calling from Ephrat, Israel, and uh, this should be interesting because we haven't done live with him in a while. Nope. But I like the fact that we're 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 having somebody from. Uh, Israel to call. We've broken, I should say, he's broken a lot of stories on this show, uh, including the fact that Jerusalem was going to become uh, the actual place where America moved its embassy and a bunch of others have followed now, and uh, the Abraham Accords uh, and a bunch of other stuff, the uh, an annexation of Judea and Samaria and uh, all sorts of good stuff have come on this show because of this man. And some person was looking at my uh, website last night, and she found the interview of uh, me and uh, Ambassador Ron Dermer to the United States. Well, I got that interview because of uh, his connection, Rabbi Moshe Rothschild. Uh, and it was, I had to listen to it again. I couldn't find it on my site. I don't know what the hell happened to it. Uh, gotta get my wife. I had to Google it. And it was, you know, it was all over the internet. And it was a good, it was really good. So it was a really good interview. One of my best, uh, maybe the best. It was in 2015. And a lot of stuff that was just when they first, they signed the first. Oh, uh, I would say, uh, right now that we play. Uh, the rabbi song, uh, and, um, because, you know, he gets, he gets really depressed if I don't do that. And I want to keep his spirits up. So let's do that right now. Yeah. One second, Dave, you were talking to another rabbi. Sounds like you're cheating on me. Uh, no, actually I'm cheating with you on him because he was the first rabbi. <laughs> Listen to this. I got rabbis fighting over me. This is this is kind of this is kind of weird. Ladies and gentlemen, second most powerful in Israel and his own home according to his wife, Unit. He speaks worldwide aligning Christians and Jews and Muslims now. Uh, and he is uh, rumored to be the chief negotiator for the Abraham Accords. Please welcome all the way from Ephrat, Israel, Rabbi Moshe Rothschild. <laughs> Hi, Rabbi. How are you? Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been live, Dave. I know, I know. It's been uh, since uh, when? Like uh, September or something mm-hmm. or October? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Well, I'm glad now little, we got. I'm a little nervous. Are you really? Oh, I thought my I thought <laughs> my uh, my great introduction uh, would would uh, actually stop all your quivering. So I know I know how that is. Yeah, you're you're really afraid to go up and talk in front of people. I can I can detect that. Uh, so the Hamas. Oh, yeah. I'm confused about a couple of things. The Hamas elections. Um, this uh, sudden, there was a sudden runoff, and then there wasn't, and then there was. 
this guy Sinwar, he is a convicted terrorist, uh, but came out and was elected and seemed to be the moderate of the other criminal, Awadala. Uh, and and uh, I heard Sinwar won, and now I hear uh, uh, Awadala won. Uh, who the hell won this thing? <laughs> um well it's it, again i mean you that was exactly right well <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> my but confusion it, it, uh is only uh is only a measure of how nervous you are i guess right uh, i guess so. it seems like that that uh sinwar won yeah okay. second term uh, and i'm fairly certain that it was not a fair election but <laughs> Well, he's a better um, criminal than it's just like the the, Repu- the Republicans and the Democrats. Some are better criminals than others. Yeah, exactly. You know, they 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 claim they're transparent and so on and so forth, but uh, I wouldn't trust a bunch of terrorists to hold a transparent election. So, so but he's he's actually the guy that the the Israelis kind of uh, have worked well with, Sinwar. Okay, isn't that so? Um, well, I mean, that's kind of like saying, you know, when you have to choose between two horrible things, yeah. he's less bad. I mean, yes, he is a terrorist. He's representing terrorists, but he can be very practical. So, um, when you have someone who can be practical, even though they're ideological, then there is something to work with. Now, the West Bank is now known as Judea and Samaria. Okay, and they paint it now on uh, signs out there. Uh, why is that important? Well, it's very important because it's not just a semantics. When you call it Judea and Samaria, you're acknowledging that this is the biblical heartland of the Jewish people. And if you go all the way back to the Bible, the uh, the Jewish, uh, the Israelites, the Jews, when they entered the land, they were living in the center of the country, on the hill country, which is Judea and in the south and Samaria in the northern part. So um, it's an acknowledgement of the Jewish historical yeah. connection to our homeland. When you call it the West Bank, the West Bank of what? The West Bank of Jordan. And you're uh, attaching the land to, to Jordan. I so see. it's not just a semantical argument. It's uh, an argument of, uh, of ownership. So it's serious, and I get that, okay? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. hey, last week, uh, SNL's Michael Shea uh, said that Israel was only giving vaccines to Jews, to Jewish citizens, and not the Arabs. Now the Arabs are saying the Palestinian Authority doesn't care about them as Israel steps up vaccines for them. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, the Palestinian people know that the Palestinian Authority is a, is an absolute corrupt, uh, I don't even want to call them a government, but corrupt leadership. And, like, for example, when Israel did give them vaccines, they, they just distributed to their cronies, and not by yeah. any sense of the elderly getting first or the at-risk getting first, you know, and uh, the whole... It's just going to, it needs to collapse on itself. It's so immoral, the whole Palestinian authority. And I hear it left and right from my Arab uh, friends, Arab neighbors here, that they would live under an Israeli government uh, much faster than they would under the Palestinian authority, but they don't have a choice. Well, it's Uh, very interesting because uh, the PA has been around for a long time now, hasn't it? It used to be the PLO, didn't it? (laughs) 
They have, and I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but there was a controversy this week. Yeah. President, a former president, Obama's book called The Promised Land. Oh, yes, uh, yes, I was going to ask you about that. Right, it's a chapter about Israel, and he's being attacked, uh, not attacked, but he's being called uh, called out on lies yes. that's in that chapter. So, for example, he says that the, the, the PLO, which was the forerunner to the PA, the Palestinian Authority, uh-huh. he said the Palestinian Liberation Organization was founded after 1967, because of the uh, the um, the illegal settlements and so on and so forth, which is a total lie. It's not true. I mean, you were correct. The PA, the PLO, was founded in 1964, before there was a single Jew in what's called the West Bank before the Six Day War. Yeah. So it's you know it's, that was Jordan, book is wasn't just, it? That was part of Jordan. That's. Yes, correct. Right. And so that book is rife with lies. Yeah, and, it's and, interesting, and isn't it? Now we kind of know that he is an anti-Semite, and uh, God forbid, look who's following in his footsteps, his vice president. Anyways, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Israel, yeah. Cyprus, and Greece link uh, power grids yeah. with undersea cable. You know what I think? Mm-hmm. I think everyone should throw our dishes against the wall and yell, Oprah, Oprah. <laughs> oh, is it Oprah? Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm watching the, I've been watching the tapes with Oprah and, uh, you know, the royal family. Go ahead. I'll tell you, they, when, they, when they, they put the, you know, the electric cables under there and I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was pretty good. Did you just make that up? I uh, did, yeah. I have uh, to I, I, I'm, I'm impressed. You guys, I'm sure you got a list of jokes in front of you. Uh, so, <laughs> Jerusalem Post. Yeah, they're in Hebrew, so you wouldn't get any. Yeah, well, that's true. Thanks for uh, mocking me. Uh, Jerusalem <laughs> Post. Bibi uh, is to meet with the Saudi prince in Abu Dhabi, but it got canceled for the fourth mm-hmm. time. Now, um, is there going to be uh, the Saudis? I, they're kind of wavering, it sounds like to me. Uh, to get the into the uh, Abraham Accords or, um, you know, live life on their own uh, with Iran lurking out there? What's What do you think is going to happen? Um, I, I do think they're going to come around. I did read, I think about a week ago here, that, the, the, that there's a lot more of the Saudi... You know, foot soldier population. You know, yeah. not the not the the crown prince, but a lot of the the average Saudis are far more positive towards Israel than they ever have been. There was actually a report that they, out of Saudi Arabia, I don't know who it was, at some group they were saying that the Temple Mount, you know, where where they right. they they claim to be the third this. holiest site yes. for Muslims, is not a holy site for Muslims at all, and that was exactly. from Saudi Arabia. And they ought to pray uh, towards uh, Mecca. Yeah, well, they do praise towards Mecca, but they, they still yeah. claim okay. that the the Temple Mount was the place where Muhammad landed, even though right. it's not even mentioned in the Quran. Right. I doubt that he even so, uh, he even took a bus to Jerusalem back then, did he? Yeah, maybe he got a falafel. <laughs> you think so? They had falafels back then. All right. <laughs> uh, you were probably selling it to him. Hey, um, Kamala, yeah. our vice president, uh, Kamala Harris, um is now meeting with uh, dignitaries uh, because we have a lame duck president. It seems like uh, she's she's and I'm talking about physical and mental. Uh, Kamala was in a productive meeting with BB. What's up with that? Were you there? 
Yeah, I mean, this 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 whole scenario, you know, is so predictable. I mean, I'll talk about Kamala in a second, but uh, we all knew within a year Biden's going to be gone. It's, it's just a matter of time. I mean, yeah. It's crazy that the most powerful country in the world elected someone that was clearly not mentally health it wasn't healthy and capable of doing this you know and it's in in yiddish we say it's a rahmanis meaning that like what a pity on the guy you know they're just he, they're just using him as a stooge and he's being used what a shame but kamala yeah i mean uh, to her credit she did say that uh, the united states is supporting very very strongly israel in the international criminal court in uh in the hague yeah so i give her credit for that um you know again the Democrats will never give Republicans credit for anything or Trump credit for anything. So, you know, we got to be fair. And, you know, she did, she did say that. And I, I give her credit for that, but you know, uh, still going for the, the, the Iran deal. Yeah. That ain't good. Yeah. You know, I, I listened, I listened to my, uh, I've got a, a Christian person that, uh, I argue with over, uh, on Twitter and, uh, but, I uh, got her to, you know, make up, we sort of made up, very, very aggressive mm-hmm. uh, Christian, and um, mm-hmm. she asked me if um, if the uh, Passover uh, is going to have a sacrifice this year. Now, what does this mean? And uh, and what I I'm not sure that this is more mocking than not. But I'm going to leave it up to you because uh, there was some letter written by uh, rabbis that uh, encouraged. Uh, uh, Netanyahu to sacrifice a lamb or something like they used to do in ancient days. Yeah, every year I'm sure that you know that kind of thing comes up. But you know, mainstream Judaism, we're not offering any sacrifices now. <laughs> not on Passover, not ever. Not until ever. The third yeah. temple is going to be rebuilt. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. Other than DaveWeinbaum.net, where can people find and contribute? They can go to my website, israelalliance.org, israelalliance.org. We'd love to hear from you. You know, Rabbi, my dog got into my stash of Viagra. At least he stopped chasing his own tail. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Rabbi Moshe Hotel. He didn't give him a chance. He was on the verge of being hilarious. I know, but that was too good. I had to okay. give him the applause early on that. All one. right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. I like to I, I tell him, I said, give him the chance to react. And you were pondering. Yeah. I know what you're pondering. You're pondering. Yeah, I was. How do I, I, I how do I, I, was, I how do I, I, curse, you know, I had, I, how do I, I improve on that and then stick it in his face? That's what you do. I know what it, I know what it is because that's what I do. <laughs> and we're Jewish. All right. Thank Well, I'm sort of Jewish. All right, you are real Jewish. All right. How do you need yeah. the kids? Shabbat Shalom, my friend. You got it. Is Lisa there? She she's not here. She's, uh, you know, she's rebelled against this early time. Actually, she's at home working right now. Mm. She should be in, uh, who yeah. knows when, nine, maybe. Uh, you know, she does other mm. things. So that's fine. I okay. love having her here. And if she doesn't want to be here for uh, early morning, that's fine. Anyways, yeah. thank All you right, so guys. much, my friend. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Have Shalom. A great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks. Hey, uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to call the show and be a star or talk about the rabbi, call me at 573-578-2700. We got anything from Facebook? We do. So we have uh, Pam Tanner, who is, she makes a comment pretty much every week. Yes. Um, She said the sound on Facebook is sounding very good so far. Because they Uh, don't like me. I know they don't like me. Oh, they, they definitely don't like us, but... I mean, so Twitter, far, so good. 
I was I was on a roll this last week. I was on Twitter a lot, okay, and and uh, I was having like uh, sixteen thousand people in one day, and and all of a sudden that became like um, uh, seven or eight thousand people, and 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 lower. And they did this three days in a row. I watched it. I watched it last night. You know, you suspect things. Yep. But then when you see it at that high level and all of a sudden it's, it's, it goes down, you know they're playing around with you. You know, but I, what do you got? I, I don't have anything yet. Uh, you know, did you know that um, uh, Mike Lindell is starting? I heard that yesterday. His own social media site. Yep. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with this guy. He's got a huge lawsuit against him from Dominion, uh, the computer outfit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see, you know. You get very interesting. And then we have um, Christy Scott, who said, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Christy. uh, We got a good morning from JL as well. He usually sends us a good morning. Hello, JL. But, of course, and I'll put his comment up here so everybody can see it. His comment was, good morning to Miss Lisa, and then also to to you and I, Rick. So that's we always get put on the last. with my wife. So, you know, well, hopefully JL will call. And uh, hopefully you'll call before the end of the show, JL, you know, like about now when I have time to talk to you. And guess who else is going to call? Guess. You want me to guess? Yeah. Hmm. You didn't tell me about this, did you? No. Hmm. Your mother. Okay, there we go. When is she coming the on? pastor to the Dave Weinbaum show. I don't know. She can call now if she likes. Okay. I've got an opening here. Uh, but... Uh, uh, I think I covered all of my uh, interviews. So if you want to call the show, we're open, 573-578-2700. And you know we reflect things on on uh, Facebook and Twitter if we get it. And uh, one of my uh, questions to the rabbi was about the Passover sacrifice that came off of Twitter. So anyway, uh, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Federal court... Oh, there it is. Oh, I guess we'll talk about that a little later. Hi there. Welcome to the Dave Weinbaum Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Dave. It's JL. Oh, you're calling now. Good for you. You're listening to the show, not just calling always, after the show. <laughs> I always listen, and I just heard you say, JL, call now. So I'm calling you. How's that? Boy, you're very obedient. I wish my dogs would be this obedient. Wow. <laughs> okay. Do I have to give you a treat or what? Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I was going to say, when do I get my prize? Yeah, there you go. Did, did I win? No, I didn't win. No, I, I tell you what, I was listening to JJ this morning and on the uh, stimulus. Well, he's dead on. Why are we giving money to all this other nonsense? Because they can. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't matter whether it's legal. It does, And people are bought. That's how they're bought, Okay. So that's that's how it happens, uh, and uh, this is how I mean. I talked to a person that I know. I'm not going to tell tell you his name, but he should be a smart person. He is a smart person, and I and he's uh, Biden all the way. And uh, so he's telling me, he says, "Oh man, I love all that money coming to us. Man, I love Biden. You know, see that it's it's a buy off. It's what yes. it's what Democrats have done since the '60s." With blacks, it's a buy-off. Now, does this improve their lives? How are things in the south side of Chicago lately? How are things in Minneapolis? 
How are things on uh, in Portland where they just had a riot in a federal building, uh, trying to burn down a federal building in Portland last night? Okay. Uh, yeah, where, where's I, the I National Guard for that? Where's Joe Biden? Talk. Where's Nancy Pelosi trying to impeach Joe Biden for that, for that insurrection? It's a federal building. You know, what if yeah. there were employees in there? What if there were uh, clerks catching up on their work? So, all right, you got me started. Uh, well, that's good, but, you know, I got an idea here. I think that we ought to take uh, Soros' money and Biden's money yeah. and his son's money and put it into the stimulus instead of this trillion nine dollars that, that's the American people's. How about oh, yeah, them giving us the money Because instead? you know, and I know that's not the way it works. It's you know, the way it it's works. a sad situation. I'm totally disgusted. Well, I understand. Who is I it? But you know what? It ha- this and, is and what I happens. They had a friend. Look, that was a marine. Yeah, and we were on Facebook, and I said, "Well, I don't understand how all this money's going to the gays and lesbians and and all this other stuff. What for? Why do they need that money? You know, for the organization, they are it's, buying it's, votes, and on their side, they're going to say, well, if you have a tax reduction, isn't that welfare to businesses?'" The problem yes. with that is, uh, you know, on, on the one end, they're going to give people money to rely on government. And uh, on the other end, you're, re- you're relying on business to hire people to improve their lives so they can live the American dream. That's the difference. You want to live on, on the federal government? Well, that's all you got, okay, because that's what it becomes because you feel you don't have to do anything else and that you're owed a living by the government, do you want to get ahead in America? You go into business and you fight all this this uh, government stuff so you can achieve stuff on your own and maybe provide uh, uh, enough people to pay people a salary and then they go and produce stuff and, and become business people. And really? that that is has made this country the greatest country in the world. Why are all these people lined up to come in this country? Why does most of uh, South America want to come here? And I don't blame the people that want to come here. No. They, they want a better life, okay? It's not because they're being uh, punished unusually down there. They found like maybe a couple percent are doing it for that. Uh, for the For the most part, they want to come in a country where they can – they can uh, live better and have jobs and uh, create businesses and stuff like that. Well, the other thing, Dave, about the socialism thing, yeah. if that comes in here, there's going to be a lot of people that are living off of the government right now It's going to be very, very upset. Yes, they will still get their checks every month to pay for the rent and buy their food, but they're not going to get to sit on their butts at home because in socialism, you will go to work. Yeah, well, and that's the way that when, when it when it, be, when it comes to that, what's going to happen? I remember my, I remember going to China about uh, oh, 13, 14 years ago, and uh, it was very interesting. The people that you know, we were on tours and stuff like that. Uh, the people that were the tour guides were frazzled. They were working seven day weeks, and uh, you know, there was uh, one of them that even like uh, alluded to uh, getting her out of the country somehow. You know, they said, hey, I'm not doing I can't do that, you know. Yes. I mean, they were yes. they were very unhappy uh, in Beijing and Shanghai and places that we were at. Uh, 
So um, it's true. You don't want to be in that. And quite frankly, right now, we have a general this morning on Fox uh, News. Uh, I can't remember what his name was, but he said right now China is on a, if not an equivalent, maybe even more powerful militarily than the United States of America, and they're watching us. And they're watching, uh, they're watching uh, Taiwan. They're they're uh, close to uh, maybe deciding to do something to us because now they've got a president who they have completely compromised via Hunter Biden. Completely that's, compromised. You don't hear about that anymore, do you? No, and that's so sad. I'm so oh man, the yeah. thought of that happening to my country, I just can't. Well, oh. it's, it is sad. But you know we got we got to be you know we got to be uh there's a time to be sad there's a time to be shocked uh as I was after the election there's a time to listen to stuff oh this is uh, going to be over because Trump's going to do this Trump's going to do that we're all, we, these people are arrested and all. well okay it didn't happen we were all thinking about that but uh, now we've got a this is realism now the SOB is in office okay that's where he is and and we got to deal with reality and there are there we got to figure out ways to fight back. We have no choice. We have I don't think we do unless you don't want a country. No, you know? I mean we have no choice but to fight back unless yeah. you don't want a country. That's exactly. what I was saying, Dave. Exactly. I'm sorry I didn't explain myself. I thought we agreed on that. All right. Yeah, we okay. agree on that. What else you got? Well, I'll tell you what, David a sandwich walks into a bar, a bartender looks at it and says, Sorry, we don't serve food here. Uh, <laughs> you know what I liked about that joke? <laughs> After listening to Adolf, and I'm sorry if Adolf is listening, it was short. Okay, <laughs> you got a fine joke, but I don't have I don't have time for uh, extra monologues. Okay, so uh, by the hey, way, God bless, by the Thanks. way, well, no, 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 you're not done yet. You're not done yet. Okay, I'm waiting. I hear you went to get. I hear you went in to get a makeover, but they opted for a rebirth. All right. Uh, that's not right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Have you a great like one. Love your show, Dave. We'll catch you later. All right. Just for that, I think we got to play Weinbaum music. Yeah. I think we ought to do that, all right? And he's still on the line. Oh, there he is. Okay. <laughs> Let's do From Weinbaum Records, it's Dave's Hits of 2017. Yeah, Listen to the unique singing style of your favorite radio host, Dave Weinbaum. Everybody. As he belts out songs like... But Snowflake, you know you can't take it. You've got that hateful feeling. Whoa, that hateful feeling. Or how about this? As you wish me hell to everyone you could tell That you'd been spying Everybody, over I can't hear you down there in Dolittle. over me Then you spread your views to the main stream news. Okay, so I missed, I missed a note. Like, you don't Kiss my know me. I'm in the federal witness plan. You don't know me. I might be in Afghanistan. 
Dave's Hits of 2017 is not sold in any uh, stores. And if you act fast, you can get Dave's favorite insults absolutely free with your order. You schmuck. Kiss my tuchus. Putz, I hear you tried to donate your brain to science, but they're only taking used ones. I don't take the broom out of your hands when you're trying to do your job. I hear you're one foot short of a yard sale. There was a lot of testosterone in my marriage. Too bad none of it was mine. I married a trophy wife, but I couldn't afford to mount her. I had two feet of snow on my car, so my wife offered me her broom. I said, thanks, but you're going to have to teach me how to fly it first. Got any complaints? Go to hell and wait. The perfect way to close out the year. Dave's Hits of 2017. That's all, folks. Aha! Aha! What do you know from funny, you b- Okay, uh, we're back here, and I think we have a caller on. Is this uh, Chester? Hello, Chester from North of Doolittle. No, I'm I'm Dave. You're Chester. That's what I said. Hello, you said hello, Chester. Chester. From North of Doolittle. You said hello, Chester. I wish you know I you're this, you're a little screwed you up. Listening. Your brain is a little screwed up, but but I want to listen to you because occasionally, occasionally, no, you didn't pause. Chester from North of no, Doolittle. you did not pause. Did he pause? No, they're shaking their heads. No, it's three to one. All right, just get over it. Okay, you you screwed up once. Quick. God forbid. You know you can apologize, man. All right. Uh, so what can I do for you today? I just Chester. wanted to let you know that there's some. It, it, it's already it's already kind of disappeared off the news site, but the story can still be found on if you if you search it, you know, Google or something. Uh, total total corruption by the by the Democrats. You know, I mean, like like as if you thought anything else was shocking. Yeah. Schumer, senior senator of the Democrat Party, is bragging. This was yesterday in the UK Daily Mail. Uh-huh. Still, it's still available on the network, but it's not on their website anymore. He's bragging that they are bypassing Albany and handed thirty-two billion, would it be thirty-two billion dollars to New York City directly for you know under that COVID relief fund. This way, you know, uh, De Blasio can immediately improve his distribution. Of, of COVID uh, vaccine. See, the problem with the uh, COVID vaccine in New York is because they needed $32 billion. But now it'll happen. See, that's kind yeah, of Yeah, that's what the COVID is all about. Yeah. And on so, top of that, yeah. there's also a $6 billion for the Metropolitan Transit Association or whatever they call it, the MTA yeah. Authority, Metropolitan Transit Authority. Right. So so they're, they're not even pretending to go through New York anymore right. because they're mad at, at uh, Cuomo because of his problems. So they're just, the, the federal government is just handing money to the city because the city is bankrupt. That's, you know, because they're crooked. They're all bankrupt. The, the, yeah, the, I know. But that's so, yeah. you know, so all those people who were saying how all well, of this is a big scam uh, for the blue states to just, you know, bail out them. So, well, there you go. I and mean, I'll tell you the reason Schumer, I'll tell you the reason Schumer is, uh, is doing this and bragging about He's it. He's a communist. Uh, that, but he's also afraid of another communist who might primary him, and that would be AOC Cortez. Nah, she won't. She can't primary him. She's uh, too young. How old do you? How old do you have to be to be a senator? Pardon? How old do you have to be to be a senator? Thirty-five. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you're right, but I heard uh, differently. I will admit that I was wrong on that. 
But thank you. What what else you got? Uh, what happens when you cross an elephant with oh, a rhinoceros? God, another one. What happens when you cross an elephant with a rhino? What, what do you call an elephant? Let's make it easy for you. What do you call an elephant to cross with a rhinoceros? I don't know, but uh, all I know about that is you can eat an elephant. You just can't eat them all at once. But go ahead. Elephino. <laughs> Hell if I know. Hell if I know. Okay. You got crickets on that one from JP. That's because you couldn't say it right. Okay. Hell if I know. Okay. An elephant crossed with a rhinoceros. What do you Oh, Elephino. Elephino. Okay. Give him another cricket. Yeah. Okay. Now let's. Now that he's probably. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. JP is so cruel. I'll tell you what. He does it to me, though, too. Anyways, uh, it was pretty fun. Oh, no, no. I can do a lot better to you. (laughs) All right. Anything else you got for me? Have a good one. You too. Hi to to, uh, your lovely bride, Martha. Bye bye. Same to Same. Bye bye. Bye. No, I I don't have a bride (laughs) named Martha. See, you did it again. All right, he doesn't he doesn't understand the the vernacular as well as he thinks he does. All right, so call the show 573-578-2700. We got an active one so far. It's now nine o'clock. How's that? And our next interview is at ten o'clock with uh, with Faith Dalton. Yep, and my mom tried to call in, so we're oh. calling her back. All right, go ahead. Sure. Hello. Hello there. Is this Pastor Pat? Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is the uh, this is the official pastor to the Dave Weinbaum show. We had the official rabbi to the show, uh, and they're both real good friends, by the way. Pastor Pat, uh, give her a little applause for God's sakes. I'm, I'm shocked. I had to tell your son to do that for for goodness sakes. I was waiting for the right moment. Oh, my right, my thumb right. was right above oh, it. Sure. I was ready to go. Sure. Right. <laughs> everybody's everybody's got their little things today. Okay, so uh, what can I do for you today, Pastor Pat? Well, I just wanted to announce that um, on Sunday, March 28th, uh, we're going to have Don Mayhew uh, with us at the church. And, of course, I want to invite you and Lisa and anyone that wants to come. Uh, He's going to speak for us uh, for a little while or as long as he can or needs to. Um, uh, He is the uh, rep for the 121st District. And uh, so he's just going to come and speak to us and and, uh, answer questions, and we're just going to, you know, um, have him there. So, Hey, what time and uh, what's the address? Okay. Um, Well, the address is 13915 Old Highway 66. Uh, We're actually on the north outer road between the two McDonald's. Yeah, how about that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's about uh, one McDonald's about three miles from us, and the other one's about three and a half. So, yeah. So there you go. But um, thanks. Uh, for the and we'll probably start that part of it probably about one forty-five somewhere there. So one forty-five. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I haven't talked to Lisa about it yet, so I'll have to let you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, now where is the one? Where is the one twenty? Where is the one twenty first district? Huh? Where is the one twenty first district? Rolla in Rolla. Oh, okay. I should know that, shouldn't I? 
<laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, and, uh, uh, it's one of our meetings where we gather together, and then um, we have we do at twelve, and then and then uh, after that. Uh, then we're just gonna usually about one thirty, quarter two. We start, you know, what we're going to do service wise there. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, great. Thank you very much, Pastor Pat. Yes, he graciously said yes. I will come. So, hey, we're on this. Cool. We're after this thing. All righty. Well, God bless you. All righty. You. Thank you. God bless you. A great woman, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Pat Odin Maxwell. Maxwell Odin. That would be Odin first. That would be the main name. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And I know uh, JP's father, we go back way, way way back. back, Right. But way before you were born, even. Yeah. And then he's, I used to go with him whenever he'd work there at any of the McDonald's locations. A lot of the refrigeration and stuff like that and heating and. One of my jobs was if an ice cream machine went down and he fixed it, I had to test the ice cream to make sure yeah, that, of worked, course. that it was did. working right. So I always wondered why. It was just such a tough gig. I tell always you. wondered why I was always missing ice cream after you came and your father. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. The things you learn, right? <laughs> so we had another comment, too, yes. on um, on Let's Facebook. So this is uh, Christy Ann who um, – commented earlier she said that article one section three of the constitution says that senators must be 30 years of age so that would put oh. her right of age so yeah schumer, 30 so schumer needs to be afraid yeah chester did you hear that 30 you're wrong i think it's president uh 30 president's 35 yep yeah okay see i know i read this somewhere that uh schumer is a little scared of uh, aoc uh primarying him and uh, this this is a, a lot of the reason they're all running to the left. Nancy Pelosi, uh, she was never this ridiculous. They're all scared. Hi there. Welcome to the Dave Weinbaum Show. Is this Chester? I stand corrected. Okay. Well, I, I'm very proud of you. I'm a bigger calling. man than you. I, I said when I was wrong. I did. No, you don't. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> is that Martha in the back chuckling? No, that's me. Oh, you're chuckling. You're chuckling, and uh, was that maybe it's the dogs chuckling? All no, right. the dogs are outside. That okay. was me chuckling. Well, yeah. Well, well, I didn't know. I mean, you know, I I kind of rely on you for information. I ex- yes, I know, and I just yeah. told you. I know you screwed up. Okay, thank you very much for that. By the way, <laughs> write welcome. it down. By the way, could you repeat Memorialize. the time and date that Pastor Pat mentioned? What's that? Repeat what? Can you repeat the announce the time and date of the announcement that Pastor Pat? No, mentioned? I can't because because I'm I'm. Uh, she calls your show, tells yeah. you a special guest is coming to her church. You made a big deal. Well, out it's of it at one forty-five. Nobody repeated it. It's at one forty-five. You tell me the address, JP. On what yeah. day? March twenty-eighth. March twenty-eighth. Thank you. Okay, will you listen? You're a smart guy. Can you not listen and write things down? And and if I hadn't asked her, she might have forgotten to say it all together. Okay, I know I know where it is, and I know what time, and I know how to reach her. Your I know audience. How to get there. Huh? Your audience. It's not all about you. That's why I asked her. God, you're, you know you're exhausting. I don't need to be exhausting. I, I got uh, two hours to go. I got to do this, okay? <laughs> Have a good day. I'm not getting any younger. Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Yes, and if you want to call the show, if you're not named Chester, 
573-578-2700. I'm giving you a two-hour ban. Okay, how's that? Oh, my gosh. All right, we got plenty to talk about, though. We got the Biden speech from last night. Taking all the credit for Trump's vaccine and distribution plan. You know, they didn't have any. They ran out of him and Kamala. Didn't mention Trump's name once. Not once. You know, you would think you'd show a little class. All right? But these people are so screwed up in their heads about hating Trump because they know something. They know something that Trump may do, and they are scared to death of him. They want him so isolated that uh, nobody will listen to him. The problem with that is it's making him even more popular. He's sort of like uh, outcast. You know, He, in a way, uh, your mother made a, made a good analogy, and that was – uh, that he's almost uh, Christ-like. Yeah. That he's being uh, demolished from all sides. You know, it, uh, with Christ, it was the 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 Jewish uh, um, the Jewish priests. Yeah, the Pharisees and, and the yep. Pharisees and and uh, and the Romans. Yep. You know, so uh, you've got the you got you got now the some of the Republicans actually and. Uh, all the Democrats, apparently, and uh, oh my goodness, I saw I saw a flash come in. I, there was a flash. Now it's gone. I don't know. I, I I know I love my wife so much. Every once in a while, when she's not with me, it kind of flashes in my eyes. A beautiful blonde walks in, and uh, my God, I hope it was my wife. Uh, but that, now she's gone. I don't understand. I had the same vision. Huh? I had the same vision. Of, yeah, speaking to the mic. Oh, oh. you got to speak yes. to the mic. You know? yes. I had the same vision, Dave. Yeah. I saw a flash, too. I can't hear him. Say yes. it again. Yes, I had I had the same vision as you. I saw a flash as okay. well. Okay. See, now I'm just testing. Yeah. You know? All right. So, you know, you got to see. Lean. Take the mic. Can you take the mic and move it up towards you? Yeah. Just don't breathe heavy like you usually do, okay? <laughs> no, we don't want that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm having a lot of fun here. You know, I'm glad we switched to to uh, three hours because I never got to my stuff. No, we actually have time for it now. And I got now. I, I do all this prep work, and now I can do it through the callers. I can do it. By, I don't have a. I'm 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 a free man. I used to put myself in talk radio hell in jail because I was obligated to do all these. Uh, interviews, and I thought I had to have them, and uh, I thought it, it was good. It was good, but you know what? I do a lot of prep work. Uh, people might not know that, and uh, I want to show off a little bit. I've only got about, let's see, twenty more things to talk about. You know, but anyways, uh, Biden's speech. Did was anyone um, motivated by what he said last night? I'd, I'd be interested to know. Call the show, 573-578-2700. My beautiful, lovely wife, who actually got some sleep last night, uh, is, uh, is in the studio. It wasn't just a, it wasn't just like a drive-by. You know, like you'd, you'd see drive-by cheerleaders in a, in a bad neighborhood. Uh, my wife is here. 
The, think, the law has made her entrance. And why are you looking at me like that? Like, I had to go back out and turn the volume off of my devices to prevent getting yelled at as soon as I enter the room. Do you think I should accept the fact that you do that or eat sloppy when I'm, well, when I'm here during my monologues? Do, do should you, I? Do you prefer the volume on or me running back out to uh, make sure it doesn't interrupt okay, your show? So, so how would I know this? How would I know this? And why? I just you, told you. Why are you being so nasty to me right now? I haven't said any. I've only said nice things about you. Beautiful blonde. I saw a flash. I just hope she's my wife. Oh, you know. Come on. Isn't that good stuff? You, you poor thing. Oh man. Oh, yeah. My life is tough. No, I'm bad. I feel I get no respect. That's, uh, okay, Rodney. Yeah, it's Rodney Davis. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, so Biden, uh, anybody got anything on Biden's speech? And why hasn't this guy, why has not this guy had a press conference in 52 days as president? And apparently it ain't going to happen for a while yet. you got lots of important things. I'm telling you, the press has, uh, I bet you they're really having withdrawal symptoms from Donald Trump. All the, uh, all the cable. Uh, uh, networks, including Fox and uh, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, CNN, they're all way down, way down. And I bet you right now they all wish, just wish for a moment. Maybe uh, maybe they'll say, oh, I wish I had him back. No, I can't think that. I can't think that, or I'll be fired from my job. I'll be canceled myself. You know that um, yes. one of the night talk shows i don't remember the name it's samantha something yeah even made reference this week and flashed a picture of trump saying well we can't talk about him anymore but yet there he is on her screen yeah. and she addressed they, it they, so they living, they got nothing without him he may not be on twitter he may not be on facebook uh the democrats nobody talks about him now but you know what he's living rent free in their brains he is living yep. there. So, yeah, they haven't given him up. Oh, yeah. And they are scared to death about what this guy is going to do well, or what he could do. And here's the thing. You know, Biden, the reason maybe he hasn't had a press conference is because in his head, he may have thought that he had one. <laughs> I mean, because he's so out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you just gave one. It's okay, President. Yeah, you just you gave it. Okay. You know. It's, it's almost, to this point, it's sad. It really it's it's senior abuse. What are they doing to this guy? I mean, come on, they're yelling at him. Get off the stage, Joe. I mean, literally, okay, you can't ask questions. Yep. Get off this Joe. Come on, let's go. Yep. President, Mr. President, let's go. His staff is doing this. He had this one deal with a gal and he wants to do an interview with her and she wants to do with an interview with him. And uh, he says, Ask me anything. Ask you know, I'm here. I'm here for you. And about uh, five seconds later, all you see are these colored bands going up and nothing. No explanation, no nothing. They, I mean, he's got this thing, uh, this bill being, being uh, run, and it's bipartisan about uh, how, he's, uh, how Congress wants to take away his war powers. Now, maybe that's for all presidents, but right now it's pretty interesting to see Democrats uh, along with Republicans' uh, names on that bill, don't you think? What do you think? Yeah, that's the timing for that with this presidency. That's very interesting. They would pick now to introduce that. Well, what do you think that 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 indicates, Rick? 
Well, I don't know for sure what it indicates, uh, but you were talking about Biden not going anywhere. He, he probably is having a hard time finding a taxi that would pick him up. <laughs> I don't know. Are there taxis left in, in uh, by the White House? I don't know. Can you get a taxi They can't the get White through House? the fence. You know, it's just How about Uber? Off, so. Can you get Uber? Doesn't he have limos? I don't know. All right. Sure so what do you think, uh, Lisa Ann Weinbaum? Oh, carry um, on. Uh, carry on. No. What do you think? I'm, I'm busy. You're busy? Thinking about other things. Okay. Well, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. All right. So, um, okay. We got the Biden speech. All right, uh, we got his uh, his his giving himself credit for uh, Trump's vaccine and distribution plans, not mentioning him. That's really strange. That's a guy who said he wanted us to unify, that he wanted to be the president of all Americans, not just uh, his supporters. Which, by the way, we have probably about eighty to eighty-five million at this point supporters of the ex-president, and we're the ones being stifled. Right. And they probably have about 50 million, you know, and uh, they're the ones in control. The, th- the math I think, doesn't work. I think the number for Trump is actually even higher than that. It could be. I think it's about 100 million. It be could be. Guess. It could well be. So uh, it's it's going to be an interesting uh, couple years, let me tell you. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, our favorite governor, uh, the one who's right now being bypassed. For the, uh, he's being bypassed by uh, what we heard about uh, Senator Schumer from our friend uh, Chester down there in Doolittle, uh, who who is bypassing the government and taking the money straight to New York City, taking billions and billions of dollars from this uh, this uh, candy filled bill, this pork bill that has only nine percent of it, nine percent going towards COVID. So a sixth woman claims that Governor Cuomo, who denied a physical attack on anybody, did a physical sexual attack on her body, reaching in under her shirt and all that. And uh, now impeachment is starting. Impeachment uh, inquiries are starting, and it's bipartisan and the worst mayor in our history and definitely in uh, new york's history de blasio demands that cuomo resign you know i mean call that's like the uh what do you call that the pot calling the kettle black or something i don't know i hope that's not racist but anyways uh, i apologize to all those people out there if, if they think it's racist pot calling kettle black right all right, I think it's okay, uh, but in twenty years I'll be canceled. I won't care. All right. So now that cis women, they can't ignore this. Now they can't do it. It's just not going to work. All right. Now you know I've got clips, and I want to play a few clips. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with uh, two and three. I want you to hear this. These text messages make clear that the senior executives in the Comey McCabe FBI, those who had political ambitions and political bias, uh, were on a first name basis with reporters. They had, according to their own text messages, a leak strategy. And oftentimes they learned that whether it was them leaking or someone else, they were creating a false 
Russia narrative, a narrative that they knew was blatantly false. They knew they didn't have any connection between Trump and Russia. They knew that Carter Page hadn't met with the people that Christopher Steele said. They knew the Steele dossier was garbage, and yet they continued to let those stories sit in the public realm and create a false perception for two, two and a half years, really hampering uh, the early presidency of Donald Trump. The FBI knew that its case was falling apart. It had just fired Christopher Steele as a informant because he had been leaking to the media. It had intercepted George Papadopoulos and Carter Page making statements of innocence, not agreeing that they were colluding with Russia, but the opposite, saying they did not collude with Russia. The Russia case was falling about. The media was taking a different narrative, and they were worried that that, that dichotomy, that disconnect, might get public if people started asking tougher questions. Yeah, so what about Lisa Page saying, my thought, this last uh, text saying, let's suggest another story. So they're suggesting stories, a good news story about BU to remind people that we're still the good guys trying to keep America safe and not political operatives who sway elections. It's exactly who they were. So let's play number four, too, because this is these are some of the things that the FB, that the uh, the Intel... Uh, and the MSM and the Democratic Party are scared of because these people have been caught. This, this is criminal activity by our FBI. Think about that. These are, these are the top rung of the FBI, not necessarily the average agent, but quite frankly, if the average agent knows this, uh, he's sworn He's sworn to testify against it. So come on, let's get with it here. This is wrong stuff. We need we need a uh, strong FBI, or we need to get rid of it and find something else because it certainly is become it's become an arm of the Democratic Party right now. Play number four, please. They did influence election. They did influence the first three years of the Trump presidency by sustaining an investigation in the absence of any evidence of wrongdoing and in uh, the significant face of evidence that showed innocence. It's a remarkable thing. I, I got a chance to interview the former intelligence chief of the FBI, Kevin Brock, really respected across the political aisle on all sides. And he said after looking through all the things he's looked at the last year, the only explanation he can give that why the yeah. FBI continued to sustain this investigation when all the red blinking lights had shut it down was political bias. That's from one of the G-men himself, one of the most respected FBI uh, executives of an earlier generation. But we should all be worried by that sort of sentiment. So that was John Solomon, a great reporter. And I, t- I took everything I have today from Maria Bartiromo. She had the best news for this week, and she had three great people on. And that was one of them. That was John Solomon. We've got uh, uh, Matt Gates as well, and we've got uh, John Ratcliffe, who was the head of the DNI under Trump. Uh, he was in charge of all these intel, of all the intel of the United States. Okay, he was in charge. And so uh, we're going to play those two, but first... I want to talk to you a little bit about Melrose Quarry and Asphalt, 40 years serving cities, uh, counties, big and small business, driveways, and everyday people like you who live and work 
in our little piece of heaven smack dab in the middle of America. Call 573-578-9101 for your free estimate for rock, paving, rolling, driveways, and paths, and sealing, and striping. Call 573-578-9101. That's 573-578-9101 for your free estimate. Okay. And I think I think also while we're here, can we do the McDonald's commercial, please? We can sum up McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich in one word. Crispy, but also juicy and tender. Okay, it's crispy, juicy, tender. All one word, but then also pickle. Oh, and potato bun, which is two words. Okay, we can't sum up our new crispy chicken sandwich in one word, so you'll just have to try it to understand it. Order ahead on the McDonald's app at participating McDonald's. I had another one of those uh, the other day, the uh, the chicken sandwich from McDonald's, and boy, was it good. Man. I've heard really good reviews on it so yeah. far from those that have tried those yeah. those options there. And uh, we almost ran out of them. We came very, very close. They, they under-ordered for us. <laughs> okay. They they have automatic orders on that stuff, estimating, yep. and they way underestimated. And we're just scrambling, you know, got a little early orders in and stuff like that. So uh, we're very happy with the results. Yep, that's nothing but good. All right, so you told me you've got uh, some Facebook stuff. Yeah, so Christy Ann Scott, she yeah. made a couple other comments this morning. She said that uh, she spent 10 years in the senior care field and that she's seen family members hauled into court for less than what they're doing to Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Well, there, there, look, No doubt about that. Look, nobody needs to, to, to be surprised now after what we've been through as a country, after what we've been through as conservatives, that there, this, there is a, there is not a fair system in right. this country. This country now has officially two tiers of justice, if not more. And if you're in a position like Biden, who definitely should not be there because he has been bought off by China via his son, and by Russia, via the ex-mayor's wife there, and via the Ukraine, based on his threat, his, his filmed threat, that he admitted that he told uh, a high up, either the vice president or president of, of uh, the, or the head of the investigation, into Burisma, the gas company, that they were to fire the investigator because his son was on the board. All right, now he didn't say because my son was on the board, but he told them either you either fire the guy um, or there'll be a problem. He says, "Well, I'll just have to call the president, that President Obama. This is the guy from uh, Ukraine." And Joe says, "Well, here, call him." And he they- says, "Meanwhile, <laughs> if you don't." fire this guy i got six hours i'm gonna leave yep. uh in six hours if he isn't fired by then you don't get the billion dollars in u.s taxpayer dollars right okay talk about quid pro quo and then they tried to impeach trump on this call to the new president later on just on that yep and there was nothing there nothing Okay, just this, like nothing with his speech that they say yes, caused the well, insurrection. Well, they changed. They, they they completely changed it. 
Uh, Trump had no due process, you know, yep. and now they're giving due process out the gazoo to who? Cuomo. Yep. Oh, my gosh. We have to have due process. These same people who lined up, who lined up by the Supreme Court yep. to get rid of Kavanaugh because of this alleged attack, which by now we pretty much understand was BS. Yep. Okay, uh, and there was a couple others floating around there, um, and oh my God, we can't have Kavanaugh. Oh my God, this guy raped people. I mean, and um, if the woman says it, it must be listened to. That's Maisie Harona from Hawaii, a senator. So what? What to? What about the six or seven women that now have these allegations out against Como? Then what about be listened to? Right. Well, of course not. I mean, that's this. That's why I'm just. I'm trying to explain that we have a two tier, yep. if not more, um, level of justice in this country, and it ain't fair. Yeah, and Christiane, who made that comment about the uh, the care field, you know, for seniors, yeah, what she's seen and all that. She also then commented that she doesn't care for Biden, never have, never will. But breaks her heart to see how he's used. And I felt the same way during the campaign. Even it was just obvious. Yeah, this guy is used. not with it. He's being used. But he's not a good person, okay? No. He is not a good person. In fact, they tried this with the Clarence Thomas. Guess who was in charge of the committee when Clarence Thomas was going through this in 1993, I believe? All right? Guess who was in charge of the committee? Joe Biden. Yep. He tried, you know, they tried to get rid of him because of Anita Anita Hill, wasn't it? Yeah, Anita Hill. And uh, you know, they they were they were trying to convict him there and uh his famous line was uh this is this is a uh this is what do you call it when you hang somebody this is a lynching of a black man in the u.s senate you know and so ah it's horrible anyways uh you know it, it uh yeah, they all deserve to be investigated, okay? But to make a conclusion before anything for the man, for the women, for any number of women or whatever, no, you've got to examine it. You have to do uh, a – what are you looking at me like that for? Oh, you weren't looking at me. Uh, you, I thought you were giving me a scowl. You have to investigate. You have to have an honest investigation, and get an honest investigator who's bipartisan. See what Nancy's doing with the uh, investigating the the uh, capital insurrection or whatever they want to call it. She's got this guy hired, and I can't remember his name offhand, but uh, I've got it in one of the clips. And uh, she's this guy Honore is his name. And uh, he's a general, he's his ex-general. He's already uh, said that uh, Senator Holly ought to be d- disbarred, and uh, as well as Cruz, and they all ought to go home and feel lucky they're not in jail. Okay, things of that effect. Uh, and he has dissed uh, President Trump up and down. So he's the uh, he's this independent now. He's going to be having an independent look at what happened in the Capitol building. Well, I think what happened was 
that there were cops there that let these people in. They were totally unprepared, totally without the proper amount of security, all right? And they were warned about it by the FBI, who failed to tell who? Secretary Ray. Yep. Okay. He says, well, they never told me. Okay, well, yeah, really, that's an issue, don't you think? All right. But they told him a day before there's going to be a problem tomorrow. You might want to think about getting extras. And Nancy Pelosi is responsible, along with Mitch McConnell, for the security of that building. Okay, they all knew it was coming. They all knew there was going to be pissed off people there. And we've got two or three of these clips that yeah, go ahead. Radcliffe to talk about this. It's I think the main ones here are the uh, yeah. There's three clips here that that discuss yeah. Well, that. let me give the number first, and yep. then we'll do the Radcliffe uh, clips uh, number here to call. You want to talk about this and tell me where I'm wrong or where, whether you agree. You got something else to add? As uh, so far, you know, people like uh, well, Chester has, uh, even though one of the things was wrong, and he apologized, which I accepted uh, graciously, mind you. Uh, but uh, if you uh, if you want to call five seven three five seven eight two seven zero zero and that is in the cadence that Chester suggested I use. Mm-hmm. Okay, see I, I listen. You know we never listen to anybody. I listen. All right, hit it. What information or intel might you have seen that would warrant this police state in Washington right now? We've got seven foot fencing and uh, barbed wire around the Capitol. Well, before I left office on January 20th, I, I didn't see anything that that uh, would justify or warrant the type of um, measures that you just outlined at the Capitol. I think what we've seen is that um, uh, the intelligence that I that I did see is that what happened January 6th was terrible. We all agree on that. But we also have learned that it was preventable. Um, there was intelligence. This was not an intelligence failure. There was a situational report out of the FBI, a field office not three hours from Washington, D.C., that said the day before, 24 hours before, that um, that uh, domestic extremists were intent on going to the Capitol, uh, used the word creating war, um, targeting members of Congress, even maps of uh, the tunnel system at the, of the Capitol. And what you heard the FBI director testify this week accurately was that he wasn't made aware of it for some reason. Um, and, of course, I was not made aware of it either. Okay. So this is the head of the DNA, the uh, Department of National Intelligence. I think that's right. Uh, and he's... He's saying uh, the FBI didn't notify him. His own FBI, Christopher Ray, didn't notify him about the impending problem at the Capitol. Now the FBI is trying to blame everything on white supremacists. Oh, this is a white supremacist movement, you know. So if you're a Trump supporter now, you're defined as a white supremacist, which in my case is interesting because about July – I'm darker than about 25% of uh, blacks right now. And if they're going to if they're going to charge me by the color of my skin, then then maybe I get away with it. Okay? I am not a white supremacist, uh despite my classification now as such. And I resent the uh the racial implications of my own being white. You know? I guess I'm white. 
What do you think, honey? You're white. Now, my wife is white. We're kind of like a mixed marriage. It's Christian Jew, and it's a blonde, bald, and uh, I used to have brown hair, but, you know, now I got no hair at all, perceivably, except those on my face. What do you think, honey? So we have some diversity here. Yeah, we have diversity, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so far, I think we're doing pretty well, don't you? I think so. Yeah. I think okay. so. I think so. Yeah. We have our little tiffs here and there. No, no. But it, I think it's all it's all just divine um, paradise. Oh, you're lying. <laughs> you, it's not good to lie. People don't know that you're lying when you say I'm, that. I'm ecstatic daily. Well, you're something daily, but you're not always ecstatic. I can tell you that much. My goodness. Well, who could not be around your charming company? Oh, stop with it. Well, tell me more. I want to hear more. God, everybody's getting a little queasy in here. I'm sure they're getting a little queasy out in out in uh, radio podcast land out there. You know, come on. Okay, then move on. Oh, move I want to hear more. Oh, tell me more. No. Okay, you're, shut, shut her mic off for now, please. Will you? Shut her off now. All right, um, so we've talked about that. Let's get the next uh, Ratcliffe. This is six, right? Uh, that was that was actually clip seven. This is clip eight because that's the ones that are talking about the uh, the FBI not passing along the information that they had. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, so what are you going to Once play? again, we find the FBI in the middle of it, the broken link at the FBI. So the FBI knew about it, did not pass on that information for whatever reason. Christopher Ray says he didn't know about it. We also know what else happened with the FBI over the last four years. They were impeaching President Trump, and at the time, the FBI sat on news that they had Hunter Biden's laptop. We knew that Biden had uh, 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 interactions with Ukraine, had was, was getting paid by the Ukraine government, all the while they're impeaching President Trump. No word from the FBI on what they knew about Ukraine sitting on that laptop. Of course, we, we go back to the Russia hoax where the FBI uh, was uh, part of a, a setting up Trump officials. You've done so much work on this. John Durham is now continuing a criminal investigation. What's going on with the FBI? Has this institution become so politicized they keep letting the American people down? Okay, we're back, and uh, that was, uh, uh, again, Ratcliffe uh, talking about similar stuff that we talked about, about the FBI, and um, it was, uh, it's not good, you know, I don't know what, the, I don't know why, why these, you know, I got, a, I got a, fr- a friend I grew up with, I don't know how much of a friend he is anymore, but, uh, you know, he, he's retired recently from the uh, Department of Justice, and we had a nice meeting in in D.C. when I had to be there for a meeting, and um, he was asking me, "Can do, do I know of any lawyers uh, out there that might where he get a job?" He was thinking about retiring and or going and getting another job. This was about three years ago, and then all of a sudden he retires and he's on my Facebook, uh, giving me stuff about uh, me being this conservative and all that. When we were in high school. Uh, and I, I grew up with this guy and, uh, we were on, uh, baseball teams coached by my father. Uh, I would be the pitcher. He'd be the catcher, um, or vice versa. I was a catcher too. And, uh, you know, we kind of grew up and then we became, uh, when I, when I made my run at uh, high school football, my senior year, we became starting guards. I think he was the right guard. I was the left guard. I, I tend to forget which side it was on. And sometimes I think it was mixed and it didn't really matter. So, um, 
So uh, I have a long history with this guy. But it seems like the people from where I went to school are so liberal, it's unbelievable. I've been I've been blocked by one guy uh, because I argued my point, like I'm doing now. And uh, he, he, they're in total shock, total disbelief that I would be thinking this way, you know. And I, and I think they're all very happy right now with, uh, with Biden. You know, I got family like this that, uh, very, very smart people. We're talking about double, uh, PhDs. They didn't, they, they weren't, it wasn't good enough to get one PhD, but they had double PhDs in the family, both the husband and wife. I'm not sure she had that, but she ran a college. I'm not sure if she's still doing that. I don't think she is. And he's a psychiatrist, but also has a, uh, a PhD in uh, English literature and nice, nice people until you talk politics. And um, they're they're thinking that Trump was uh, really going to overthrow the government on uh, January sixth. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, if that was if that was Trump's. Uh, idea of an insurrection and the fbi didn't find any any firearms on anybody that came in the capitol that day or in associated arrests i gotta wonder about how much i admire donald trump i mean a firearmless insurrection cut me some slack jack they all believe this now if so that would be one of the worst movements ever because you don't bring weapons there to do it? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's unbelievable. And then Twitter backs me on that, saying, well, that's just not, you know, you know, there's more information to that. It's taken out of context. Okay, and their context was there were other weapons found around uh, the area in D.C., blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not other context. My, my saying was this. The FBI testified under oath that they did not find any weapons on 1621 they did not find any weapons on on any any firearms on any of the Trump supporters okay not one and the only gunshots fired were the ones fired by a police officer Killing a woman there. Now Rick says that she wasn't killed, and then it was set up by a highway by by Hollywood, and it was fake blood. He could be right. I don't know, uh, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Okay, let's. Uh, which ones do we have left? Just tell me that. Uh, we got one more clip that talks about the uh, the whole situation with with the FBI and the misinformation. What's the number? Uh, that would be number nine. Okay. What about six and seven? Do we play those? Uh, we have not played six well, yet because that's on, the one about the cartel. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's do the cartel, and then we'll go to seven and nine. Yep. All right. We talk about you know uh, elections having consequences. We often look at what our our adversaries, what nation states are doing, and and how they analyze. And we've talked about how Iran and China are going to test the Biden administration, but cartels do that too. And you know what we've seen is is that the intelligence 
that I had when I left office on January 20th was that the cartels saw that this was going to be returned to business as usual, which was good for them uh, back in the Obama-Biden administration. And a soft border is a national security issue. It's also good for, for cartels, and they're taking advantage of that. And again, Maria, a 500% increase in unaccompanied minors um, at our border just since November, just since the election. So this is a this was a an unnecessary crisis at our border that has um, been created by the Biden administration, and they ought to be held accountable for it. The FBI's senior leadership had lied. Um, uh, we saw that the FISA court um, called out the FBI. Obviously, we know that an FBI lawyer lied to the FISA court to perpetuate um, the investigation into the Trump campaign. And I will just tell you, Maria, I do expect that the Durham report will be another uh, scathing um, uh, recounting of, of abuses, abuse of power at the FBI. And I say that because... You know, I reviewed the intelligence with John Durham and Bill Barr last summer. We went over the intelligence and, and we all unanimously agreed that there was no intelligence from the uh, intelligence community that reflected actual real Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. But there was intelligence that it was created by the Hillary Clinton uh, campaign and that there was no proper predicate. Uh, for crossfire hurricane to begin, so so I really I really do expect that the Durham report will talk about that abuse of power. Okay, so so what you've got now is here's here's the problem. They were the ones doing the coup. Okay, they were the ones doing the coup. It wasn't Trump. So whatever they did, they projected back on Trump, and whatever they're doing now. They are projecting back on who? Donald Trump. All right? It's just like in our Pelosi bit. I mean, all it is is that they take what they did, throw it onto him, and have the media produce the story, and it just takes a life of its own. I think you ought to play that, even though we don't have it scheduled. That was seven, right? This is Nancy Pelosi. You demonize, and then you, it, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you, you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. This is Nancy Pelosi. Okay, so that's, see, this is how evil they are. This is, this is, you know, she sounds so calm saying this too. This is how, this is how we're going to destroy you. Okay, this is, this is what we do. We destroy people. We destroy you by lying about you, you know, and she's very proud of this. You know? I, I still can't believe she actually came out and, and admitted that and allowed people to record it. I mean, big well, like misstep said, in my opinion. She, what do you mean misstep? She's winning right now. Why is that a misstep? Well, she's winning right now, but may not be the case forever, though. Well, yeah, but right now she's on top, basically, and uh, you could say, well, her thing was depleted and they'll get voted out in uh, the next i don't think she's i don't think she's gonna run it i think she's gonna retire on this don't you 
My she's opinion, she'd be smart to go ahead and get on she's out. About 80, well, the getting's she? good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she's she's done what she could. So okay. So uh, do we have any? Do we have any calls that I've missed? No calls yet. We do okay. have one additional comment that just came through on Facebook. Let's hear. Uh, so Christine Scott is asking. She said that she grew up in St. Louis and wants yeah. to know what school did you go to there in Chicago? I went to Evanston Township High School, and I lived in uh, Creefcore. Mar- uh, I lived in uh, Maryland Heights when I first got there, and then I moved to Creefcore. And I was running this. Uh, I had two two jo- two McDonald's jobs there. I was uh, in my uh, what was I twenty about twenty three I think when I got there uh, I worked at a McDonald's by the airport um, and uh, this was by I can't remember the name of the street now but it was by the airport and a bunch of kids were there from uh, tough kids from the Catholic schools. And I'll never forget this, you know, getting in there. We had a, we had a basement there and, uh, a, kind of a tall redheaded gal with, with freckles. She's coming, she's coming up, uh, the freezer in the basement with three boxes of fries, 36 pounds each three. And she's carrying them by them by herself. So I said, can I help you? She says, get away from me, Jew boy. I can handle this. I'm serious. And so I looked at her and I says, Alrighty then. <laughs> what else can you say to that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was great that we got along fine. Everybody was, you know, they were tough kids. And uh, then I got moved to Creve Core, where it was uh, you couldn't find kids to work. You know, you had to ship them in from downtown St. Louis. It was tough. You know, that was a tough store to run. It was by the regional office. They were always in the store and stuff. Uh, but I did good, and I did good enough to get uh, offered a store that nobody wanted. <laughs> and here I am with my lovely wife, Lisa Ann Weinbaum. The law! Hey, I got okay. a comment. Yes, let's can, hear it. Can we uh, wish a happy birthday to our good buddy, Stan Hines? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> happy birthday, Stan Hines! Woohoo! All right, Stan Hines. Uh, Good friend to the show, good friend of ours, uh, and was at one time a good friend of uh, of Rick. Am I right? Yes, I've known Stan for many years. Yeah, you we, guys used to work together. We did, as yes. I did. We as know I how, did. how he's always saying that he'll announce the birthday on the show today. Well, I just told him we'll announce his on our show today. Oh, well, cool. <laughs> Do so we, we want to sing him happy birthday? Nobody would like a motorcycle if somebody has one sitting around. I know I'm laying lace, senorita. Uh, you don't have one, don't worry. We, well, no, I know no, you we, have no idea what lived in that basement. Maybe maybe we go border and we get one. huh? Go border? Go to border? Southern border? Oh, never mind. Okay. So, <laughs> no, no. It didn't work. It's a gap. Uh, by the way, it's St. Pat's. It's St. Patrick's Day um, coming up very shortly, and we're doing it this. this uh, we're we're going to be uh, uh, having a lot of people. It's actually Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Isn't it? You got a uh, some well, kind the, of a parade. The parade will be tomorrow. At it's 10 kind of a and you know you have belly buttons that are outies, and this one is kind of an innie because you got you got to drive to uh, it's Lions Club. It's what they call a ver- reverse parade. So the floats stay still, and you drive through them. Yeah, all right. It's very different. Yeah, well, watch your intake of alcohol. Then I would suggest, and then come to our drive-through at McDonald's. Okay, well, 
I'm an official sponsor. I can say that, right? Why don't they come to the drive-thru before the alcohol? That way they're not driving. How about before and after? <laughs> All right. Just be careful. Right, and don't come drunk. Okay. Um, uh, if they pay attention to that, I'd probably lose all my business. Oh, boy. Okay, wouldn't I? No. Okay, so uh, what haven't we played? Oh, we got an interview now in uh, 10 minutes. Well, we've we've made progress, and we I got to talk about stuff. I kind of like that, actually. Let's do five. Uh, but right before we do that, so Christy yes. Ann, yeah. been coming back on Facebook saying that um, she went to Peytonville Senior High, and she also lived across the highway from the airport, and she couldn't think of the name, but then it came back to her, Cypress Road. I don't know if that's the same one you were talking uh, about. No, it isn't. And why can't I think of it? It's, um, I thought I think it starts with an N. Natural Bridge. Natural Bridge, there it is. I was on Natural Bridge Road. Um, they have since closed that restaurant down, but it's where I got my start, and... I learned an awful lot. They tried, when the first day, it was a Saturday. My first day was a Saturday. Never worked in a McDonald's. Didn't know anything about it, really, other than the fact I liked it. I mean, I loved watching it in Denver, where I went to college. Um, And so they said, uh, you're going to work up here on production. I said, what's that? Well, you're going to call for what what you think we need, okay? So I got up there, and um, I couldn't rap very fast because it was busy, but I was I was absolutely on it. All right, I was perfect. They didn't have to throw out anything either, and they didn't have to wait on anything, other than the fact that I couldn't rap it fast enough. I had to get help for that, but I called it. I'm out there looking at the lot, and I'm you know turning my head looking at the grill, you know, uh, and. Uh, I said, you know what? I think I can do this. I had a good sense of it. I had a like an in- instinct for it, and I've been doing it ever since. It's almost fifty years now. And then I do this, which is also amazingly great. Anything else? Okay. All right, good, terrific. I guess we're having some technical. We're having issues. internet issues, so we've we've went off the air a couple of times now. If yeah, for that part that's missed, the the audio will be replaced on. The website later today, so you go back and listen to it. Yeah. We replaced the sound from the speaker. Go listen, listen to the podcast on uh, what? DaveWeinbaum.net and or what? Right. Well, anywhere podcasts are found, so like iHeartRadio, Spotify, any places like that, um, okay. it'll be available later today. Dave Weinbaum Show. All right? Yep. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> I've got an interview in about uh, five minutes. About five minutes, yeah. Um, Now, the Republicans claim of Biden disaster. Let's talk a little bit about that. We've we've talked a little bit, but I want to make sure you understand. And the Republicans are taking this this disaster of this presidency and predicting wins in 22 and 24. But they are... Uh, they are out-politicized by this 9% COVID plan and all the uh, racist voting bill that guarantees, did you know that this guarantees only black farmers um, reparations, basically, for their loans? 
and not white farmers, not Asian farmers, not not uh, women farmers. Please, yep. I'm sorry about it. There's nothing I can do. If you're watching TV a lot, you see a lot of this stuff going on. We'll, we'll circle back to that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my God. That's what you say when you don't know what's happening, right? All right. We'll, we'll circle back to that. <laughs> what's her name? Jen? Jen Haughty? Oh, I'm sorry. That's not it. Patukas? <laughs> no, that's wrong. Stop it. Jen Worthless? All right. no. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Um, now, now uh, Republicans are predicting wins based on uh, this ridiculous 9% COVID, and they're calling it a COVID recovery, and the rest of the garbage that's in there, racist um, rewards going to as reparations now going to black farmers not anyone else not jewish farmers not asian farmers uh not uh, greek farmers uh not even just tan farmers it's black it's based on skin totally unconstitutional uh and uh the uh, the border plan there's uh, 10% of the immigrants are COVID positive, and they're released. They're released into the general population, put on buses, going all over America. Okay? We can't have this. This is Biden doing it, and there's nothing being done about it that I can tell, and there's no comments on it. Uh, When is the press going to revolt? When are they going to pull what they tried to pull on Trump, who was... One of the most, if not the most, accommodating to the press in the history of presidents. I mean, he loved the banner. I think actually they loved the banter. They got to be missing. If you're a journalist and you experience Donald Trump, what are you thinking right now? Wow, what am I doing here? We're not. We're just hearing crap from Jan or Jen uh, Patasik. Saki or what? Yeah, yeah, something whatever. like that. Yeah, just call her, yeah. Just call and, her circle back. She's bur- yeah. she's you know she's not really answering uh, vital questions. We're not hearing from Biden at all. Biden is prevented from talking. I mean, what kind of a presidency is this? Well, we have a comment on Facebook. Uh, Pamela Tanner said that yeah. uh, she calls Jen Paskey Raggedy Ann and Raggedy. Ann. Eh, I see okay. why. Yeah, all right, that's cute. Thank you, thank you, Pam. Appreciate the uh, comment. Um, there's no plan for our border right now, and uh, Geraldo, uh, who is who is uh, pretty much liberal on immigration, has said that Biden needs to close the border now because it's out of control. So that was interesting this morning. He's usually the other side of that. Now let's go to uh, Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh's death certificate has come out with with uh, occupation as the greatest of all time, the GOAT radio announcer in history. Isn't that something? And it's true, but you know, who's going to look at his birth his death certificate? Who looks at their birth certificates? But he was great. And uh, you know, uh, hopefully people will remember him and uh, his programs go back and listen to him. Uh, and about right now is when I'm supposed to get uh, a phone call from my friend, Faith Ann Dalton. So let's see what happens. And uh, in a very few seconds, 
And remember that after the interview, you can call me, 573-578-2700, and I'll try to answer you. And or you can leave a message on Facebook. Uh, I guess I guess it's not the uh, – it's Facebook, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we've been yeah. getting comments on Facebook all morning. Yep. Yeah. You can still leave messages, though. They'll show up whenever it comes back up. Yep. So, yep. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's or fine. you can still call always. The phones are still working. So, yay. All right. Well, I'll keep going um, until uh, we get a call from Faith or we don't. 573-578-2700. Well, that's really good. You're, you're actually I, saving me a little bit of my voice. There you go. Thank there you. you. Go. And I tried to do it right. And it was a great sandwich this morning. Tell them what you cooked me in the morning on Fridays. It's embarrassing. It's Tell just, them anyways. It's so much work. Tell them. You want to do this for your man, ladies. It, Go ahead. You have to slice a piece of onion off, okay. yeah. saute it, put it on a bagel, everything bagel, put extra Trader Joe's, everything but the bagel seasoning, cream cheese, sliced tomato, and slices of salmon, smoked salmon. Yeah, better known and, and, as and then And then you have to serve it with a sharp knife and a fork and a napkin to keep your man happy in the morning. Well, it, it falls apart. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's just so full of stuff, and it's really good. And by the way, the bagel is toasted. How could you forget that? It's an oh, important I, detail. Okay. Thank you All for right. adding that. Okay. Well, we're going to keep on talking, and uh, either she calls or not. I think I might have her uh, phone number. Let me have my phone back for a minute. Oh. So. Here's That's her. Right oh, here. okay. Just not so good on time, huh? All right. I think um, I think I know who this is. And uh, is this Faith? Yes. Good oh, morning, goody. Faith. All right, Faith Ann. I was just getting ready to call you. I wasn't sure I had your oh. number. Okay. Sorry. All right. Let me uh, let me um, give you a, a little bit of a song first, and uh, let's hit that, and then I'll go into uh, into the interview. Hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman was pregnant, homeless, and badgered to give up her unborn um, baby to abortion. Then a miracle happened. Please welcome to the show, uh, she's been on before, but she's a friend, uh, Faith Ann, now it's Dalton. Ladies and gentlemen, Faith Ann Dalton. Uh, Tell us about... Tell us again about the miracle that happened. Uh, well, I was pregnant with my first son, my first child, um, and I at first was engaged and, um, well, okay, let me just, we were engaged and we had this plan, then um, found out I was pregnant and uh everything changed um and he wanted me to have an abortion and i was in this very difficult place and i refused to have the abortion our relationship ended uh my housing situation was changing so i became homeless i went to the pregnancy center um looking for help and luckily they had a partnered with a maternity home at the time in the town I was living in, uh, Rolla, and 
so I moved in whenever I was about six months pregnant. Um, and that changed everything, drastically changed my entire life. Uh, Tell us about the dream you had. I can't get okay. over that. I can't get over that, that one dream that you had. <laughs> well, years ago, before Noah was even thought of or anything, uh, before my pregnancy or anything, even my engagement, um, I had had this really intense dream um, that I was saving a baby from a flood. Uh, I was having a picnic, uh, and I looked and I looked up, um, and there was just this body of water coming toward me, um, and there was this baby in my arms. So I snatched up the baby and started running. My grandma was running with me. Um, eventually, the water swooped up my grandma, but I kept running with the baby. And uh, eventually, the I felt the water hit my legs, so I lifted the baby up to the sky, and I cried out to Noah to come save the baby in his ark. Um, and then I woke up just sweating and panting and um, shaking and just, you know, just really affected by that dream. And that dream really stuck with me for a long time, and especially in my pregnancy, because I really felt like I was trying to save a baby from a flood of emotion and um heartache and um trouble i mean there was just a lot of trouble going on at that time so and and yeah. now now you've got a very very uh um very beautiful boy and what's what did you <laughs> yeah, name him yes. what did you name him Noah. Noah. Yeah, see, I knew the answer to that, but I just wanted to, I mean, so, <laughs> wow. And this is before you were pregnant, you had this dream. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dang. And um, so, does he have a relationship at all with his father? Um, I'd rather not go there. Okay. No problem. Okay. <laughs> so, a lot has happened to you since. Uh, we talked about a year ago. I checked my records. I think it was about in February of last year. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, there's been some developments, um, yeah. uh, tell me, tell us about it. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, February of last year, it would have been, uh, just like a month after Gabe and I started dating, um, which I, uh, so Gabriel is the son of the uh, CEO and executive director of the pregnancy center that saved my baby. And I met him whenever I moved into the maternity home. Um, <laughs> we laughed because at the time he met me, he, um, I was big and pregnant and very stubborn. Um, he was supposed to not let me lift a finger and move me in, but I was lifting up heavy boxes and stuff, moving myself in because I was just in this place of, I do everything myself. I take care of myself, um, you know, because that's what I was used to doing. Um, finally, he got me a glass of water and sat me down at the, at the couch and said, please relax and take a drink. I'm going to unload this for you. I'm going to move you in. So, um, so that was the first time Gabe and I met and, um, we were both much younger back then. Um, you know, hadn't graduated, uh, from school yet, you know, just a couple of kids really. And then, uh, you know, as time progressed and, uh, I became, you know, 
a mom and college graduate and um, became self-sufficient, moved out of the maternity home on my own. Uh, Gabe also was, you know, graduating college, uh, starting his career, um, gaining some independence. And so it was like perfect timing. Last January, um, Gabe and I started dating. And then June of 2020, Gabe and I got married. I was there. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you're so yeah. welcome. We were so glad Thank to you. have you. Thank you. So, um, so, so what are you doing now? Well, um, now I am an options coach at the pregnancy center that saved my baby. That's an options coach, as you say, options? Yes. What are your options kind of thing? So you, you, you do work for the uh, PRC about, and, and, and I have to have a little disclosure here, I'm on the board mm-hmm. of directors of the PRC, which is actually how we met. Uh, mm-hmm. I am the vice president there, um, wow. which means that I I don't have to any the responsibilities of the president. I just have a pretty interesting title. Uh, right. <laughs> but I go to the meetings and I give them my opinions and uh, help out a little bit as well uh, mm-hmm. financially. Um, so so you are an option. So this is very important what you do mm-hmm. because you're now coaching other women that were in the same boat, so to say, if you want to refer to Noah, um, that you were in a couple mm-hmm. years ago, right? Right. So what do you, what do you, how, how do you do this? Oh my gosh. It's not me. It's God. Yeah. 100%. Um, well, you got to do it, but training, God's not doing so, it. God is, God is helping, but you're doing it. Aren't you? <laughs> um, I really can't take credit for any of that. <laughs> Any anything that really happens here, I just show up. Well, you um, show up, and God guides you. Let's put it that way. Right, right. Right. So, what does He guide you to do? Um, talk with the women about what they want. Um, and and so in coaching, you think of it as like a horse with a coach, you know, like a transportation type thing. Um, and so a coach takes a passenger from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in coaching, we, and especially options coaching, you know, looking at the three options of choosing life and parenting, uh, choosing, uh, selecting parents for the child. So adoption or abortion. And we take, uh, an, a special look at what is the obstacles between choosing life and um what the pregnancy center does is we meet the women right where they are and we bridge the gap between where they're at now and choosing life so where they're at now is point a choosing life is point b now i heard uh via meeting that you're really good at this um oh thanks or God is good at guiding you. I don't want to take any credit away from God, obviously. Um, now we have, uh, now you, you a couple years ago, uh, took Noah when they had pro-life, uh, marches in DC when, uh, mm-hmm. Trump and Pence were there. And, uh, did you, you got to meet President Trump, right? 
No, I got to meet Vice but President you Mike You spent Pence. time with, with Vice President Pence. Yes. Okay. Tell us about that. Well, it's funny you mention that because now you're like the second vice president I've spoke with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I was vice president, uh, I'd, I'd be out there on, on uh, January 6th saying this election was a fraud and I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, uh, send the electorate, uh, whatever, they, whatever they were, these electoral voters that were fraudulently elected. And then, mm-hmm. the, then all hell would have broke loose, but uh, he didn't do that. Anyways, uh, but, but tell us what, uh, Vice President, um, Pence and you talked about. Well, I had the honor of sharing my testimony about how the pregnancy center, um, helped me choose life for my baby and all the success that came after choosing life, like, um, becoming debt free, graduating from college, successfully nursing my baby, um, I uh, bought a car with cash. Um, I started a business at the time. Um, uh, the I can't even think of everything that I've accomplished. Wait a um, minute. Anyway, wait a minute. Are you trying to tell to me? Share all of that hold on. Hold on. Stop, kids. please. Are you trying to okay. tell me that that the Pregnancy Resource Center here in Rolla, that they don't just stop at the point of the woman having the child, that there's a relationship afterwards oh absolutely really because mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest objections oh you don't care about the baby you don't care about the mother you don't care about their family all you care about is her having that baby and you're not going to raise your hand now this is interesting because now you are the daughter-in-law to the uh mm-hmm. to the main to the president of the board of mm-hmm. Uh, the Pregnancy Resource Center of Rolla, Missouri, which is probably the best one in the United States of America. I mean that. I'm very well, proud to be a part of it. We that. have like a 99.8 success rate, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's so incredible. You're probably right on with that. It's a, it's a miracle that I'm on the board, actually. Um, because, uh, wow, that's, that's a really successful rate of saving babies and the relationship being, and it's not just you, it's other women. If, if, uh, they want help, uh, we give them help, don't we? Mm -hmm. Including Mm -hmm. a place to live, including, uh, a Dave Ramsey financial course. Yes. Correct. Mm -hmm. What else do they do? Um, so the, my ridiculously amazing life, uh, curriculum is a, big component to the success of uh the center and who wrote um, that uh jane dalton wrote the who's my jane dalton amazing life who's jane dalton my mother-in-law yeah, the okay. executive director <laughs> <laughs> all right so she does she she's very involved as well and she's involved in the afterlife mm-hmm. of of uh of the family um, mm-hmm. And you are the family now. You are their family, mm-hmm. for goodness sakes. Wow. Do you find that odd? Um, odd. Well, odd in the uh-huh. sense that, uh, did you ever imagine that? that no, somehow did, That you would no. uh, have a, have have this baby helped by uh, the Dalton, the Pregnancy Resource Center, and then marry the head guy uh, and, and um, his wife, also a very important part of the uh the center a very amazing person and actually now be part of it did you ever mm-hmm. imagine that 
I I really can't say that when all of this started, I yeah. ever imagined my life would be where it is now. I honestly saw my life going downhill really quick. Yeah. <laughs> and I then can um, the pregnancy center stepped in, and it was, you know, one thing was resolved after the next, and it was like climbing a ladder. I just kept getting higher and higher and higher, and. Here you go. And now I'm here, and I don't really know what to call it, but well, I'm not drowning. <laughs> where do you? Where, that's a, that's exactly right. You know, uh, and a lot of people feel that way. It's like they got nowhere mm-hmm. to go. Uh, so, where do you see yourself in uh, and your family in ten years? Now, tell us oh about the other. Oh my lord! Things. Are you Seriously? kidding me? That's no, not just, a fair question. <laughs> not a fair question. Okay. No, I I couldn't have even five years. I don't know. Happening. What do you want me to say? You know, two years. What ago. do you What do you want to be when you grow up? How's that? Is that better? What do I want to be when I grow up? Yeah. Um. Uh, hopefully. Um. You're a big goal setter, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am. Hopefully, I'm a homeowner by then. Okay, that's one thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, well, and at that time I'll have two children because I'm currently pregnant. Woohoo! I'll have at least two children. I'm really thinking we're going to end up having like tons of children. Tons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. That's a lot of kids right there. <laughs> right. Well, mazel tov to you. Now, oh, thank you. Now, where can, uh, especially... Uh, young women or men who have the situation on hand, where can they um, where can they go uh, to the? How do they get a hold of the uh, pregnancy resource center in, in Rolla? What's do you know the phone number? Offhand? Yeah, the phone number is five seven three three six eight five seven zero zero. And originally, who should they ask for? Well, I'm the first person that answers the phone, okay. and then I. Uh, direct the calls. So um, depends on the service they're looking for. If they're looking for a pregnancy test, um, you know, just say uh, I need a pregnancy test or I need parenting classes or I would like I'm interested in the life coaching curriculum you guys offer um, or yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So so they're gonna they're gonna talk to you. That's great. All right. Now, I think you're you're going to be very good at what you do because um, you have a great understanding of it, and you've got a great um, experience, and you. you can really help a lot of people save their babies, save families, and and the rest. And I believe that that's what God wants you to do, and I think you ought to do it. And I'm very proud of you. Uh, and you I, I want to leave one thing. This is you can tell this to uh, Noah. What did the melon say to his girlfriend? I have no idea. I cantaloupe. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> I don't think she liked it that much. She said, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I liked it. Though. That was oh, he, oh, he liked it. Though. You're, you're, over, you're overpowering my interviewees. Okay, hey, thank you so much, uh, Faith Ann, for the, uh, for, for the interview. And say uh, hey to Gabe and... And the rest of the Biden, the Biden family, no, they're the Dalton family. Oh, right. God, shame on me. Okay, uh, thank you so much, and uh, I appreciate you being on the show. And maybe somebody out there heard you. Uh, maybe there's a lot of them out there that heard you and will will go and at least talk about the options. And you are the mm-hmm. one to see about options, aren't you? Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Thank you, mm-hmm. Faith Ann. Uh, hi thank to Noah so much, Gabe. and Gabe. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye.
Okay, a little long, but you know what? Uh, wasn't bad, though. I mean, she had a lot of really good life experience there. We're a talking really about... Really incredible story. You, you know what our what our uh, motto is uh, there? Do you know what it is? No, actually, I don't. Very simple. Saving babies. Love period. It. Says it all. Now, but it also accompanies... There's a bunch of... We could put a whole bunch of other stuff on there. But saving babies is a start to a life, a start to uh, a life that can be helped, uh, can be coached. You can stay as in touch as possible. They'll probably be seeing the grandchildren. Uh, some of these kids or some of these uh, parents that had the kids that, that were thinking about abortion, they're probably going to be bringing their grandchildren around. And uh, wouldn't that be great? Huh? Wouldn't that Pretty be Pretty amazing. Great? Yeah. All right, so here we are. We've got uh, now we got one interview left, and guess yep. what? We can do it any time we want to. Yep. I, I am. Um, yes. I have one more comment. Oh, please. On, yes. On the PRC. Yes. They will not be hosting their annual um, banquet for life mm-hmm. due to COVID restrictions and space <sighs> restrictions and all those things. So um, Joe will be reaching out with a, a virtual um, uh, message regarding okay, that. Okay, great. Right. So people could be watching for that. I wonder if he knew I was doing this because I didn't contact him. Well, that's what I was saying. I think it would be good, you know, he might yeah. want to talk about it. All so. right. That's fine. Okay. Well, if you want to call the show now, we uh, call 573-578-2700. And I think I ought to um, do, uh, why don't you do the McDonald's commercial first? Because you know our good friends, uh, Pam. And, and by the way. Huh? Our good friends, Pam and yeah. uh And Rod. Randy slash Lee, <laughs> they've they've joined us several times. I think. Oh Jay, yes, I think yes. JJ has joined us, and so there's right. several people that uh, might want to know about that. Yeah, okay, that's very but, good, honey. Thank you very much you're, for you're that. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for letting me talk. So I guess I'll do this first, <laughs> since I found the page. <laughs> hey, Merrill's Quarry and Asphalt, forty years serving cities, counties, big and small businesses. We do driveways and everyday people like you who live and work and our little piece of heaven smack dab in the middle of Missouri. Call 573-578-9101 for your free estimate for rock, paving, rolling, driveways, and paths, sealing and striping. So call 573-578-9101 for your free estimate. Yes, and I have a phone call. Hi there, welcome. Welcome to the Dave Weinbaum Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, it's Lee from Richland. <laughs> oh, my God. What, a, what, what did you do? What well, did you, you do, Lisa? You that name Randy for me. I don't know. What, I don't know. What, I don't know how I got your name Randy. I, it's, it says that on my phone. You have so many uh, damn aliases, I don't know what to use. <laughs> uh, I I used talking earlier up there at the McDonald's up there on, on Natural Bridge. And I, I was trying to think, was that one by the... Uh, uh, Oh, not the, the not the Highland. Uh, uh, there was there used to uh, be a um, when I when I was first there. Now I'm a, I'm older than you, obviously. There was oh a, I know you're way older than I'm. You were born back in the last millennium. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you know uh, I I don't need this. I just don't need this. <laughs> I, let's put it this way: I was born pre-drive-through. Okay, how's that? I was born pre-drive-through. <laughs> Um, yeah. So uh, no, no, there was a there was a uh, by where you get off to go to the airport. 
or to go to 70. Well, it used uh, to be Brown there, Road up there, and then you had uh, Cypress Road uh, west of, uh, no, I'm not, uh, right no, at the west no, no. end of the airport. I'm thinking of, uh, uh, it was um, Natural Bridge. Natural Bridge. And uh, Highway. Yeah, and back up there. And Highway Natural Bridge 70. Was, uh, you know, there's a little, little space between there where the airport's at, so it, it's, yeah. it kind of stops up there at uh, 70, then you get back on uh, Natural Bridge again. But there was a hotel there. Before the hotel, there was like a, uh, oh, uh, uh, a fair kind of place. It was like had a air, yeah, I forgot the golfers range. The, uh, roller, roller, roller coaster and the bullet and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. And, and I used to the, go out there yeah, and hit the golf balls. The uh, concourse hotel right. up there now. And there, then they put a hotel there that eventually became a Marriott. I used to I used to stay there all the time. I mean, I knew all the people there. Uh, it was it was quite a uh, an amazing thing. It, it was either a Marriott or it was. What what is the name of that? No, it wasn't a Marriott, but it was the same company. It, it was a Renaissance. It was a, it was a Renaissance hotel. Well, the one's kind of a curved shape. Uh, it's like a uh, oh yeah, but, uh, right. It's like a C. Yeah, just like yeah. a small Big old section C. of a C. And, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I used to know the, the 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 guy that was the doorman. Oh my God, George! I remember their names too. I'm still friends with. Uh, oh, what's her name? Golly, it's been a long time. Um, Becky, uh, the gal that. Uh, uh, does all the promotion and stuff. Uh, we still talk uh, occasionally. So, all right. So, what do you got for me? Uh, yeah, the uh, the thing I want to say is I've done it in the past. I want to go ahead and compliment you again. Oh, people like you that have business that uh, you know don't still don't mind standing up and speaking for the unborn children, which a lot of people call that a taboo subject. Uh, and you stand strong on it, and it's very good that people like you have a backbone where uh, these other people, they whatever the flow is, is where they're going to go. They just follow the flow, and uh, so it's good that you're standing up for these uh, unborn children. Well, you're not. Uh, I'm not the only one. You're doing it too, because you've been there. You've contributed. You and Pam. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but uh, I'm not a big business. I'm a, I'm a just a hillbilly, and you are a sophisticated. Uh, uh, oh, you know, multi-millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to him. You know what? He's he's got. He's probably got money stashed all over all over the state. I wish I, I, wish I did. In, I wouldn't. He's I wouldn't in hiding in Richland. Riding my pogo stick down. Oh, oh no! I was supposed to say in. Richland. You're in hiding, though, aren't you? <laughs> well, that Richland makes it sound good, but a lot of us poor folks live out here. You know? Yeah, right. No, no. There's a lot of folks like Richland. Yeah, as, make you feel good. As I've as I've told many people, and some of my relatives believe this, when my father moved down here, they thought he was uh, he was in the witness protection program, and they were serious because you know we knew people back then, and he had he was in the liquor business on the south side, south and west side of Chicago, and um, there were. You know, connections some some way. I can't really go into them. There's also connections to some of the uh, black gangs that were originally there. So, in fact, he had uh, meetings of them in one in the basement of one of his liquor stores. So there was some mutual respect there, and uh, he didn't he didn't want to be in the mafia. He had an offer though. Uh, thank God it wasn't an offer he couldn't refuse because he refused it because he didn't want to get involved. He didn't want to have some, 
you know, bartender steal money one day and him be responsible. You know, in so other words, he didn't want to rub own. shoulders with he didn't want to rub shoulders with Jimmy Hoffa then. But he, yeah, exactly. But he did favors for them, and they did favors for him. You know, they wanted a guy to uh, that was a three time loser who was big in the mafia, and uh, he's long dead. His name is Hank Giardello, uh, three time murder uh, convicted, and uh, the FBI and uh, and uh, the mafia. Um, Worked out a deal to where he went to work for my father. Okay, and this is about the time that I was there uh, when I was, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old, and he used to take me down to work. I work in the liquor store, and this guy was like, um, he was like five foot two, five foot three, and our clientele was about ninety percent, ninety five percent black, and the ones that knew him were the most respectful they could be. How are you today, Mr. Hank? I'm fine. Uh, what do you want? Uh, oh, I just want to know that you're okay, and uh, here's what I want. I mean, they were just went out of their way to be nice to this guy because uh, they knew that uh, what this guy's background was, afraid of nobody, okay, and always armed. So, anyways, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. You there? Yeah, I'm listening. I, uh, I, you know, just once again, just finish up by saying uh, a lot of us uh, really uh, respect and honor your commitment to standing up for these moral issues. That's so oh, very important, and you don't have to do it. And some people may say that you could get uh, retaliated against, but uh, whatever. It sounds like you're not scared of that. So uh, you know uh, that that makes your backbone good. You know, um, I I always grew up fighting, and uh, I ha- I wondered what I would be like when I was old. Uh, I was pretty good at fighting. Uh, I'm not very good at it right now, but I've decided, okay, um, I'm going to stick for what I want to stick up for, and I'm not going to back down. And, uh, you know, I think we got a great example in our last president um, yes, we do. More he, so he than is my any president. other president. I, I, you know, people say I'm far out there. No, I'm not far out. There's millions of people that still consider him the president. Millions and yeah. millions and, and millions. There's millions of fact, people. If he wants to open up a museum or a Trump library right here on Old Route 66 where we live at, we got a place right at the top of the hill. He can open up right there. Well, <laughs> so the next he, time he's got millions of people that would do that for him too. Well, the next time uh, the next time we talk, we talk about uh, a couple times a day. I'll let him know. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Well, and thank you for your your being involved in the pregnancy resource center as well, and Pam. Well, we we understand. Uh, and I Pam understand is involved I, I, in I this show. A uh, little pin, little footprint of yeah. a baby uh, that that's about ten weeks be- uh, old as as it's conceived, uh, not not born. Uh, it's a little. It's it's about half the size of a dime. The little. Mm. Uh, and I, I wear that on my hat, my Trump hat. Which now I have a white one. I got some red ones from you. Know, I got a red one on right now, but when I'm out and about, sometimes I wear my white one. You know, yep. got that. Uh, gold we know pen. who you're for representing a baby's feet. You know. All right, my man. So, I got a. I got a twenty. Well, I got about an eleven minute interview. I got to do. So thank you very much. Thank you for the nice words, and thank uh, thank you and Pam for yeah, participating. Give honor where honors do. So all right. Well, there thank you. Go, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, now we've got, uh, well, we've got the crazy Latina. What many, what? You got something we there? Got, we have a Facebook comment first. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's share. So, Sorry. um, actually, a joke for you. A joke. Uh, Christine Jamal, Scott. She says, why did the chicken cross the road? Oh, my goodness. There's all sorts of reasons. I give up. To prove to the skunk that it could be done. <laughs> That's the comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of chickens, what chicken part is most popular in Asia? Feet. What chicken part is most popular in Asia? It's not feet. Thighs. Ties. 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 Yeah, that's, that's got to be crickets on that one. Uh, stop it. All right. No, you stop it. <laughs> Just remember this woman. The uh, the greener grass on the other side browns quicker. So okay. w- which side am I on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. See, that's the part you got to figure out. That would be out. the question. That's the part you got to figure out. Well, you wanted to be married, so here we are. So you tell me. Well, yeah, and especially now that I know that you're sophisticated, too. I'm sophisticated? Yeah. How did you figure that out? Lee just told us. Oh, he didn't say I was sophisticated. (laughs) He He did. He did? He did, yeah. He sure did. Did you not hear me laugh? I I must have (laughs) missed that one. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody's ever called me that. Well, I was shocked. Sophisticated. Oh, sure. Yes. Hey, Dave. Well, let me hold. Yes, sir. The only way to fight with a woman is yeah. with your hat. Grab it and run. <laughs> oh, see, now, now you're going to get me in trouble. Oh, thanks for that kind of advice. <laughs> it sounds like a man has been through that before. There you go. Yes. Take, take the headset yes. off first, though, if you're going to run. Yeah, <laughs> that's Very a good true. idea. Yeah, you'll ruin the show. <laughs> okay, are we on Facebook? Yeah, we're on. <clears throat> okay, yeah. gee. Beyond our technical difficulties, we're, we're still here. Why don't they say something like we're having technical difficulties? They, they catch it because they're on a little bit of a delay from yeah. So, but they have been telling us that we've been off air, and then we they tell us when they can hear us again. So they're sticking with us and letting us know. We appreciate that. Okay, we're still there. You know, I, that's all I want. That's all I want to say. Okay, now anything else? Any other old business? Any other calls that I missed? Nope. All right, let's. Karen let's, found us today. Oh, hi, Karen. There how you doing again? There she you found go. us again. Yeah. She finds us every week. We keep running, but we, she finds us every week, darling. <laughs> hi, Karen. How you doing, babe? You want to say hi to your friend? Sure. Hi, Karen. There he is. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Karen. Let's uh, let's have Liz Cabrera. Oh, my gosh. I don't know who this is, but, man, let's dance. Come on. All right. Somersault. Double twist somersault. Oh, my God. Okay, here come the splits. Here come the splits. Oh, my God. I ripped. How often can I rip my uh, muscles down there? Yeah, oh, my God, that hurts. Okay. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this, uh, this woman at age six, as a little girl, she was saved by Mat- Matilda, the great white shark from America, and she was almost in the hands of Fidel Castro. And she was guarded by a school of dolphins led by Daisy the Dolphin and dropped off uh, on the beach in Miami, okay? And Daisy Dolphin is here, and uh, she wants to make... uh, By the way, Daisy Dolphin went on to become the mascot of the Miami Dolphins. Okay, and she, and she was uh, she and she's part of this deal, and she was interviewed about Liz, and here's what she had to say. 
Okay, I think you get that. All right, all right, there you go. And you, I, I heard you, you speak Dolphin so that must have been very special to you. Um, and talking about and talking about Disney, uh, you know, they're, they're purging everything. I don't think, I don't think, you know, we, I, we were going to do a movie about you, and uh, I don't think we're going to go to Disney. That's it. They're done. No, no, we're no more Disney. Do Disney. <laughs> no. They're not going to allow me. <laughs> they're they're done. Hey Disney, but they purged all these uh, great products uh, like uh, Dumbo, uh, which I thought was made after me. Peter Pan, the Aristo, <laughs> the Aristocats, Swiss Family Robinson. Um, you know, we're just not going to do business with them because of that. What's going on? Why are they doing that? These are classics. Uh, honestly, I really believe they're just trying to destroy the United States of America. Th- this is beyond Why would anything Disney want that? that I can comprehend anymore. And the latest thing I read yesterday, which even freaked me out more, was that the, in New York, there is this high-class, high-end school where parents pay 58000 I don't know if it's a year or how long for the kids to be there, whatever it is, or I don't know exactly the amount, but it's pretty high. They don't want them to say mom and dad. Yeah, I just heard that. What is that? I mean, what? seriously. So there, we cannot talk. We cannot talk about God. We cannot call our parents mom and dad. Uh, there's no Aunt Jemima. You, you there and I, no, you and no I, you and I know no, what this is. This is communism. Exactly. It is commun- mm-hmm. socialism, communism. We're we're going right into it. Deep diving we're, into we're, it. We're diving in. Yeah. Like like a torpedo uh, event. Yeah. Now Biden Biden uh, uh, keeps uh, thousands of National Guard in the Capitol for no reason. Exactly. I've got clips that say what what is the purpose of this? There's nothing there, and yet and those are walls. You can call them fences or wall, whatever. They got razor wire on top of them in the Capitol, and yet on the southern border he stops the building of the walls, and thousands and thousands and thousands are coming in as opposed to what Donald Trump did, which was control the the uh, the border. The border. And, uh, all- and these are mostly mm-hmm. Latinos, and they're, yes. they're being released in South Texas, and a lot of them are COVID positive. Uh, yes. It's a disaster. What do you think? Uh, look, it's an embarrassment for me that I'm Latina, that all these Latinos, because I am Cuba, but we're still Latinos, okay? And it just speaks volumes about us, and I hopefully don't fall into that category, but let me tell you something. This is very upsetting because I love the United States, and what I'm seeing to me is a nightmare. Uh, there is no reason why any administration, especially the administration where Obama and himself didn't want the people coming into the United States and and found it unethical and improper. And now all of a sudden, because Donald Trump built a wall around the border, this has become offensive to them. And because it's convenient, because now they can allow all these people that are criminals, that are gangsters, that are thugs, that are rapists, some of them, that we don't know who they are. We don't know their medical background. Definitely coming infected, like you said, with yeah. COVID. Knowingly and infected. They, that's knowingly okay. infected, they and they're still in. letting them in. And they're putting them yeah. on buses where they can go anywhere. Yes, and 
they're rewarding them with citizenship. That's right. So citizenship that they can vote in four years and cash money. Right. Exactly. So, so um, how do Latinos other than yourself feel about this? Do they feel the same way you do? Oh, they do. Let me tell you, again, I, I got a warning on Facebook already because in my Latino group that I'm in with some, uh, it's called Divas for, for Trump or something like that, um, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of us too. And um, she posted and they posted in the room an article that actually when I posted it on Facebook, I already got a warning. Yeah. So we're very, we're very anti-communist, us Latinos. We, I know. We don't, we don't want this for the United States. We understand it more than. Why? Yeah. Why do you? People. Why do you? Why do you understand it more because than anyone all, else? We all, we all came from different places. That diva group that I'm telling you about, they're from Nicaragua. They are, sure. they are in a, one of the. I, I don't know if it's a radio station or a TV station here. I think it's. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't want to say something that is not true. But, uh, but, but she is in the media, and um, so we're all fighting for the same cause because right. we understand it. We we're Latinos, but we're from different parts. Some are from Colombia, some are from Venezuela, some are from Nicaragua, some are from Cuba. So we're all Latinos in Florida that feel that communism. It's okay. something that we all need to worry about. Let's switch here. Does does Governor Cuomo survive? Sixth woman, the last one of which totally contradicts what he said about never touching a woman um, that was uh, other than uh, acceptable stuff. This woman testifies that uh, he, she worked for him, and he called her house to, to do something, a, a technology or something, fix his phone, and right. he put his hands all over, under her shirt and everything, uh, against her will. Okay? Uh-huh. So now we got the physical attack. But, you know, right. I'm thinking, what's more important? I mean, it, that's very important. But 15,000 COVID deaths are tied to his decision to transfer ill patients in hospitals to nursing homes when he had plenty of hospital space other than that. This is mass murder on a big deal. That, yes, I think, is. is really... What do you think? I I agree totally with you. I, I think many men, I'm not just saying one man, most men, a lot of men, and I, I shouldn't say this in radio, but I'm going to say it. Oh, God, don't, hit, don't get well, me canceled. Uh, I'm going to hit the button now. A lot of men do things that are wrong to oh, women. Yeah. I don't condone it, mind you. I don't condone it, but I understand that men are very sexual in nature. Let's put it that way. So they do a lot of things that are wrong. And some women will turn around and say that they did something wrong because they felt it that way and maybe it wasn't as bad as she thought it was but maybe it was we don't know right i'm just giving everything the benefit of the doubt here but i agree with you a hundred percent i don't care who and i shouldn't say i don't care because i'm a woman and i would care for a woman that gets sexually assaulted or or they come on to her and she really doesn't want it. But it's really her option to say, look, I'm not interested. I mean, you got to understand that a woman can say no unless she's actually raped. Mm-hmm. So basically, I will give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But I will not give him the benefit of the doubt on the people of COVID. Exactly. Which he was granted this wonderful reviews for being so wonderful for what he did when in actuality he hurt millions 
I mean, that's not millions, but a lot of people. 15,000. A lot of people died. That's huge. That's just three times more than died on 9-11 in the Twin okay, so in the Towers. Okay, so can you imagine that one? Yeah, it's so incredible. guilty in that sense. Well, yeah. The other, I don't know. But yeah. this, I know well, for a fact. You know, uh, this didn't start with, this started with Clarence Thomas, quite frankly, I think, this accusation about women, because uh, it was well known that politicians screw around, okay? Of course they do, yeah. and most men do, not all Now men. stop it, because stop my it. wife is going to be sitting here tomorrow, and she's going to no, be looking no. at me like, some good oh ones. my I'm goodness. Seriously, there are some good ones. I'm I will tell saying. you this, I have never screwed around on any ex-wife. Never. All Good right. for you, now, and I applaud them. That's on that note, what I'm saying. On, that, uh-huh. on that note, other than DaveWeinbaum.net, where can people find you? And don't get yourself kicked off of Facebook. I'm begging you. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. That's right where they can find you. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's fine. Find Liz. Uh, she's a lot of fun, obviously, and she Thank knows you. a lot. I'm honest. And I'll she's honest, and she's she uh, she wants to say the truth all the time. Uh, sometimes you gotta sort of cloak it so they can't find you right away. That's what that's what my philosophy is. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to start making codes whenever yeah, I exactly a, a Facebook uh, uh, something like I'll, I'll take a screenshot or something. Yeah. Because if I put the article, well, you have to be you have to be coy. You have to be coy. And you mm-hmm. have to be, you have to sort of like wear, I wear a MAGA, I wear a backwards MAGA hat. Right. In other words, you have to Still look in the mirror and it says MAGA. Yeah. And, and I've had liberals come up to me and say, what the hell does that say? See, I confuse them so they don't have time to hit me. Exactly. Okay? And, all right, so listen, uh, Senator uh, John Kennedy of mm-hmm. Louisiana, not the John Kennedy, Senator John Kennedy, uh, this is what he said about the COVID rescue bill. He oh, says... I like this bill about as much as a stripper saying she really likes you. <laughs> there you go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Liz Cabanera calling all the way from Miami. Thank you, Liz. You have a great God, weekend. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, USA, and stop us from communism. Yes. That's the most important part. Yes, ma'am. We need great weekend you to you. And have a all wonderful right. weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. We can sum up McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich in one word. Crispy, but also juicy and tender. Okay, it's crispy, juicy, tender. All one word. But then, also pickle. Oh, and potato bun, which is two words. Okay, we can't sum up our new crispy chicken sandwich in one word. So, you'll just have to try it to understand it. Order ahead on the McDonald's app at participating McDonald's. Okay, uh, you know, I'm back, and uh, you want to call? you have anything on uh, Facebook? Gentlemen, uh, ladies? here, Lady, I should say, not ladies. Uh, so Karen Lewis gave yeah. a shout-out to all of you guys here. Okay. And then Pam said, triple cartwheel for Liz and all that because of, you know, all the fun you guys have during the uh, the intro song there. Well, for I already split my pants, and I hurt. You know, I, I ripped some muscles, I think. Funny, I didn't see you move out of that chair. That's why I haven't moved. <laughs> I'm, I'm too hurt. I'm too hurt. Okay, well, speaking of people that get distressed, now here's something that my wife would know about. And this is called, this is a new thing for lonely people. It's called cow cuddling. 
And they've got pictures of people. You saw this because it's boy, on my website. Boy, it, it was a slow news week, wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it was. But I thought we you know. You know, did we finish all the all the all the uh, clips? Not yet. We still have um, we still have five, ten, eleven, and twelve to go. But you're right. It, it w- five. Mm-hmm. Didn't we do five? No, nope, not yet. We got all we right. got had calls come in and all that, so we. We don't okay, those. well, we can do that, but uh, I wanted to cover just a few things first, and then we'll do that. But you can call the show and interrupt me at any time, 573-578-2700. A little rhythm there like Chester wanted. I don't know if he wanted that corny stuff, but that's too bad. You got it. But you're right. Cow um, cuddling is on your website. Yeah. I just have never seen very many cuddly cattle. Because you raise cattle. Yeah, they weren't cuddly. Okay, they, yeah, I don't they just understand. didn't hurt you. So how do yeah? So how do people get them to kind of uh, do that? You got to raise them as pets. Yeah? yeah. Okay. And you didn't do that. No, we have too many head and now, ran to me through. I, you know, you can approach cattle. Generally, they're you know they're they seem like they're okay. Is at any moment they could attack you? Well, you'll be attacked if she has a newborn on the ground yeah. or uh, okay. You know, in vicinity. Also, some bulls and some cattle have very bad temperaments, and uh, you know, don't don't tolerate you as well as so others. So it's sort of like you. And and I'm I'm not sure. I don't even have horns, so you know. I don't think you need them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll headbutt you later, and we'll find no, out. Yes, you've okay? done that before. No, you're not going to do that. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I don't. I have a sore. I tore my muscles from Liz last night. Wait you a minute, did. that doesn't sound right. No, just hold stop on, it, Dave. Hold on, stop hold it. On. Okay, okay. It's on strictly to, uh, platonic. <laughs> in spite of all the half-dressed photos. Okay, we're done with appear. the cow cuddling. Okay, can we can I go on here? Can, I, can I, you? I still got about uh, Can you? I still got about 15 <laughs> things to talk about and there's only 10 minutes left. Oh. <clears throat> Biden's dogs. Apparently Biden's dogs were biting people and uh, growling at them so they sent them back to delaware uh i think they should have kept the dogs and sent biden back to delaware back to his basement for goodness sakes where he couldn't be destroying the country which he's doing uh texas is opening full restaurants and stadiums i think they've got some uh, uh ncaa basketball games coming up do they mr sports guy uh, they do in Indianapolis. That's where the uh, March Madness tournament will be taking place this are, year. Are they going to have fans? They will have some fans there, yes. Not full capacity. All right. Okay. But Anyways. The, the Texas Rangers, though, announced yesterday or the day before. Yeah. 100% capacity at their stadium. So. Opening day. Right. Yep. So uh, maybe that was the stadiums I was referring to. Um, so uh, Oklahoma now is open. So we're seeing this thing uh, hopefully end. You know, the vaccines, now, you know, I'm still a little leery about these vaccines. I got to be truthful. And there are doctors that say, oh, no, no, take it. My doctor says, oh, no, Dave, this, you know, this is perfectly good. But the one thing they didn't do with these vaccines, which they normally do, is they give it the, uh, the, the test of time. What do these do to you? After a while, now there's a uh, there's something on my website from a doctor. What's her name, Rick? Okay, you got to talk into the mic, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tenpenny. Yes, you have a mic. Yes, Doctor Tenpenny. Yeah, she has a website, d r t e n p e n n y dot com, and that's what she does. She looks at vaccines. She she takes them apart, puts them back together. 
sees what's in them, what's not, and uh, and she's not even saying these are vaccines. Correct. She's calling yeah. them a shot. They, yeah. They, they can't be considered vaccines because they don't meet the specs of a typical vaccine. So she's worried. She's she's worried about from three months after the shot to uh, twenty years out, and these these things could uh, could really affect your immune system. Is that correct? That's correct. About right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is, is a little so I'm a little leery about this stuff. I, I want to talk to my doctor a little bit more. I don't know if he wants to look at this, but she's a doctor. You know, he's telling me all the doctors are in line with this. I'm not so sure. My my wife, who's been an RN, yeah. she's a supervisory RN now. Yeah, she's been in for 20 years. Even even she doesn't want to take the vaccine. None of well, us. That's interesting. So. Why? Mm-hmm. Does she know anything? Um, because of some of the stuff they put in, like even the Johnson and Johnson one that just got cleared. Yeah. Um, some of them, like if you look at the medical codes, there could be unborn children parts that are using these vaccines. So it's it's not a good huh. thing. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the George Floyd ta- uh, murder trial of the cop. Forget his name. The guy that had the knee on his throat, which is you know you know it looks it looks horrible. I mean, you got George Floyd pleading with the guy. It looked like he murdered him. But here you come to find out that this is this was an accepted practice of this police that had uh, I think I think uh, the uh, the chief of police at one time who resigned was black a black woman and so this guy was there with his knee on there and he's saying I'm dying I'm dying but they have film of him saying that beforehand when he wasn't on the ground when he didn't have a knee to his throat. And they're finding that he had so much toxic drugs in him that he was he was uh, probably that was the the uh, cause of death. Yet it looked horrible, uh, and to me it looked like the guy killed him. But you know, then you find out other stuff. That's why we have trials. The problem with having this trial right now is it's in Minneapolis, and the jurors, the potential juror jurors are scared to death, and probably with good cause. They live there, okay? Uh, And uh, they know they're going to be threatened. They know there's going to be violence. One way or the other, there's going to be violence. If he's convicted, they're going to burn it down. If he's not convicted, they're going to burn it down, and they will look for any, any scapegoat to go after. So how do you get on a jury... And, I mean, and, and it's not fair to the cop, as awful as it looks for him. He's not going to get a fair trial. He, de- he deserves a fair trial like anyone. So <clears throat> why wasn't the venue changed? Um, either way, downtown Minneapolis will burn again. Okay? Um, the NCAA tournament is on, and that's, you know, they dropped it at this point last year. That was a tough year for sports, let's face it. NCAA tournament, uh, no Duke or North Carolina since about what? Well, they I mean, they canceled the one last year. Now they've opted out of, of this year's, even though the other teams are showing up. You're so. avoiding the question, but the NCAA uh, has, is not going to have Duke in it or North Carolina. Right. And I think it's since about 1976 that they were they – were, they were both. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure the exact date, but it's been one a or the other. We're in yeah, since then. Yep, yeah. it's been a okay. Long time. Now, Martha McCallum, 
she has a show on Fox. Uh, she got switched to the afternoon, but she was on the five yesterday. She says uh, she was thrilled by the honking on New York streets. Okay, now I don't know whether uh, whether it was a bunch of cars, which indicates that all of a sudden they're busy again, or they're happy busy, or whatever, or was it a bunch of gaggling geese that flew overhead i don't know which but she's real happy about about honking i guess i don't know hey anita dunn this is a a a, a big advisor to um hillary clinton uh and she is a person that also was advising biden i think she she uh she was brought up as some kind of a uh a cabinet officer, and I don't know what happened. I think she resigned because she knew she wasn't going to get in. But she is celebrating the pandemic because it helped Biden win. That's what they're all doing behind closed doors. This this thing they took advantage of, wow. Megan and Harry, they're wearing, she's wearing her victim dress. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, blaming the cra- uh, calling the queen uh, racist, and uh, really, Vic- I, if I was, she is basically suing the royal family of England. Okay, and if I was her lawyer, I would say wear that. Don't even show it as much cleavage as you did, but that was a great dress to wear. Look at very downplayed the makeup and all that other stuff. Now, is she telling the truth? Hell no. But uh, I would do this. Hi there. Welcome to the Dave Weinbaum Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, it's Lee again. Just yeah. an update on the name of that uh, place was Holiday Hill up there on Natural Bridge where they had the uh, yeah, merry-go-round right. and the uh, roller coaster and the Ferris wheel and the old Dodgem cars and the bullet and stuff like that. They had a little miniature golf course there, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was I don't remember the miniature round, golf course, but I just remember the range. Permitted, so. All right, thanks. I've got about two minutes. Thank you. Appreciate that, and you have a great weekend. Uh, let's play. Uh, let's play the clips that I didn't play. Okay, we'll do that. And then one final thing here. Yeah. Uh, Christy and Scott said on Facebook that there have been a bunch of medical professionals making videos saying not to take the vaccine because it's essentially poison. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And the after effects that has done to some victims, and then the Epic Times now has an article saying that almost a thousand people have died after taking it. Wow. So that's definitely not good. Yeah. All right. Well, hit it. Call it a crisis or a challenge at the border. I know that the Biden administration wants to argue about that. Whatever you want to call it, they own it. They created it. Um, You know, uh, we didn't have a problem four months ago. I can tell you from looking at all of the intelligence, we had no national security issue like we have down there right now. Um, This was a situation where the Biden administration was so eager to want to declare Trump policies cruel at the border that they that they took away policies that were clearly working. And they reversed agreements that we had with Guatemala, Honduras and El Salvador and with Mexico to stop the traffic in Mexico's southern border. And they invited this create this crisis. They created this crisis. And so I think it's important now. But they own this crisis. Um, this was totally unnecessary, and now it's created a national security issue at our southern border that hadn't existed. President Trump's policies ended the migrant crisis two years ago. 
Now we have the hunt for the red MAGA hat with the FBI using every opportunity to try to delegitimize a movement that really exposed them. Your interview earlier with John Ratcliffe was particularly telling because it cut right to the bone. Members of Congress exposed the FBI and the Department of Justice for hiding evidence during the Russia hoax, for changing evidence before a secret court. And remember, these weren't just political appointees. You had the supposed career officials who are above reproach who ended up being involved in these improper actions. And so now you have what Senator Mike Lee has called an intolerable encroachment on the separation of powers with the FBI seizing phone records. And the New York Times just recently had to sheepishly report that there were no communications between members of Congress and any of the people who breached the Capitol, but that has not stopped the FBI from doing everything they can to try to target those who don't agree with their politics and who have exposed their own lies and corruption. The FBI used a geofencing tool to be able to strip data out of a particular location during the Capitol breach. That poll included records from members of Congress, records that showed no connection to the rioters and any type of direction or communication. Uh, but if members of Congress, if the legislative branch of government can be swept into a massive collection effort by political actors at the FBI and Department of Justice, just imagine what they can do to regular Americans that they want to target for their politics. So it's, you know, Donald Trump one day, members of Congress the next, but it won't be long before the FBI becomes more and more like every other agency of government, targeting their opponents, helping their friends. And we have to point out, Maria, that you've got Hunter Biden's lawyer's law partner, who is now leading the criminal division in the United States Department of Justice. Nancy Pelosi has appointed General Honore to conduct a security review. That would be like having Governor Andrew Cuomo do your sexual harassment policy review. This guy has already called for uh, Lauren Boebert to be on a no-fly list, for Josh Hawley to be disbarred. Remember when we were told that March 4th would be this cataclysmic, apocalyptic day, and it turned out to be nothing, but they are trying to create a constructed threat to justify the continued occupation of our capital city because if you want to replace America, if you want to do away with America, you would want to reduce the beautiful splendor of our capital and our country and our republic. And that is the slow march to socialism and communism that this Democratic Party is taking us down. Okay, that's it. Listen, uh, I, I'm very proud of this show. We got everything in, everything, except I, I'm missing a few. Uh, thank you for that. I'm missing a, actually a few of the things that I want to talk about, but, um, you know, you're always going to have a little bit more, but that's what I have now, a little bit more. Not everything I wrote down is lost to the interviews. So I think this show has uh, become very good, very well balanced, and uh, I'd like to compliment the people in this room. Uh, starting with uh, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Dave. Nice Thank job. You. Thank you, uh, Mr. Producer, JP. Yes. You know what I used to do? No. Uh, and this was a senior moment. I, I used to stop because you're JP and our first caller is JJ. Yeah, yeah. I'm demanding why don't you change your damn names because I, I get it mixed up, you know? You can call me whatever you want. Uh, well, don't worry, I will. <laughs> and maybe even in front of your face. Uh-oh. All right, and my lovely bride... Lisa Ann Weinbaum, she's still working diligently over there. Thank you, honey. And you got Christina Scott says, great show. Have a wonderful hey, thank weekend. thank you. Thanks. So, I, yeah. I, I really yeah. appreciate your partner. 
uh, all the all the callers and uh, and all the people that were uh, on Facebook and sending stuff in. Thank you for the patience for all the breaks we had in Facebook. Uh, very proud of this show. If you want if you want to sponsor the show, call me at five seven three five seven eight two seven zero zero. This is the Dave Weinbaum Show. I'll be back next week with another edition.